Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Psychic America. This is Tracy Brown coming to you today, August 2nd, um, 2014. Um, it's the Lions Month, technically. It actually starts in July, but August Leos are very self-absorbed, more than July Leos. So I love social media because social media is all about Leos this month. I don't know if everybody else does it in their sign, but Leos love Leos. <laughs> I've said it before. I'll say it again. Leos love themselves. <laughs> all a Leo needs is themselves. So there's a lot of advertisements for anything Leo. And um, and I actually posted um, one of the prettiest cats I've ever seen. One of my Facebook people and then copied it and I pasted it. And I think I posted it on Twitter because I just loved it so much. So for all the Leo people out there, Enjoy your month. <laughs> Leo's enjoy the whole month of August. Oh, I love Leo. All right, guys. We have Malcolm, the other report guy. I'm going to bring him on board. Hey, Malcolm. Hey, Tracy. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Uh, hot, but good. Well, I can imagine that where you are. It's hotter than most. It's not that hot down here. Oh, wow. Lucky you. But you know what? Maybe it is hot. I don't take heat the same. I don't take any heat the same way, so maybe it is hot to some people. But, no, I can tell the difference. It's not hot out here. I'll actually be in your territory tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah. I've got a friend in a hospital, so... I'm going to go visit my friend. It's okay. I mean, it is, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. I don't know what to tell you. So what's going oh, on? Do you have... Serious. Uh, serious. What's going on? Oh, so many things are going on, Tracy. It's just been a, you know, where to start. Um, well, go for it, because uh, I've been out of the loop in the media, so whatever you have to say, I'll be fascinated. Well, a very horrific thing happened actually last night in Las Vegas. Um, you have uh, the NBA is, is, you know, the NBA all summer long has been using using Las Vegas as a uh, training ground. So they they did their summer league games games where they brought in, you know, the the, the recent draft class and first and second year players to play team games. You know, as a summer it's called the summer league and they play every year and. Las Vegas was the venue this year. Um, but last night, you had the USA basketball team, you know, the team we sent to the World Championship in the Olympics. Yes. They were, they were practicing uh, for uh, upcoming World Championship games at the end of the month. Okay. And the star of the Indiana Pacers, a guy named Paul George, horrifically broke his leg last night. And, you know, I, I saw the video, and it made me want to lose my breakfast. It was that bad. Why? Very, very bad for him and his team what? and USA basketball all together. So what's his name? 
Paul George. Just gonna look it up real quick. So don't look at oh, the video. Don't look at the oh, I'm not. Now that you told me you lo- you almost lost your lunch, I'm not. I'm not gonna look at it. Yeah, it, it's just and, and ESPN decently enough. Um, you know, they may have showed it, but. You know, I've been watching ESPN this morning, and they, when they show the replay, they don't show the injury because it's, I don't know if you remember years ago, uh, a quarterback for the Washington Redskins had broke his game, broke his leg in a game, and they showed it all, a lot. And it's just, it was just disturbing mm. to see this. And oh, it's funny because... Go ahead. No, you said it's funny because... I'm looking at... Um, when I looked up Paul George, some of the um, places that I could click on to, they actually use your words. They go, Paul George breaks his leg horrifically. That's the only wow. word that actually comes to mind. Because if you ever see it, that's the only thing you could ever think of is how horrific. I mean, it's just, it, it brings horror to you. You know, I, I know some people who could watch this. You know, it's funny because like, I, I watch a lot of movies. And the violence mm-hmm. that happens in movies never bothers me because, to me, it's a movie. It's fake. You know that, you know, the, the actor went off stage and whatever they did in the movie did not really happen. But well, I mean, event, yeah. It, it, it's real. I mean, this is like watching a war and, you know, the guy gets the leg blown off. It's, yeah. It's disturbing. Well, I mean, it's funny you should say that in a movie because I've never been able to separate in a movie, yeah. life, like yeah, real life. Right. And so, and I think you were one of the first people that said to me, I don't know what what was going on, and you were like, it's just a movie. And I was like, okay, okay, I'll remember, i remember. And it really, really helped from that point on, actually, just so you know. But in addition Good. to that, I just can't, um, thank you, I just can't imagine what you're kind of trying to describe to me and it being in real life. And you saying, because I know you, but you saying it was that bad or that horrific. Yeah, I'd actually describe it to you, but even my description might be too much. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm actually looking at... Uh, okay, so I have to tell you, I was scrolling down, and there is a picture, <laughs> and it does look like he became a rag doll. Pretty much. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Okay, so now I'm going to click off. <laughs> and I'm not going to finish that itself. Oh, my God. Which is just as bad as seeing the video, I mean. Well, what I just saw, he looked like a rag doll. Well, that's kind of what happened. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Oh, my yeah, God. unfortunate. Yeah. I wonder if it turns out later on, are they going to find out that it was, like, genetic? Like, maybe he just had thin bones or something like that. Maybe this no, is bound no, to I, happen. I can, kind of, I can kind of tell you what happened. When I watched the video, one of the things I noticed was um, when the NBA puts up his backboard, they have these things called stanchions that, that hold the, the basket and the backboard up, right? And mm-hmm. what they're using in the summer league, and maybe because they're trying to squeeze more people into the Thomas and Mac arena where they hold the games at, but the stanchions okay. were closer to the floor than they normally are. And if you watch the NBA game, they're at least four feet back, probably in, in some cases five or six feet back from 
from the end line. And, and these guys, you've got to understand, these NBA players, they're very, very tall, and they're agile, and they can jump out of the, out of the gym. And, mm-hmm. you know, so they need room to land. And when he landed, what happened was he landed on the edge of the bench, and it just snapped his leg. He landed on the end, the edge of the bench. The edge, the, yeah, the stanchion, which is the the, the base of the, the basketball. Uh, hmm hmm So, you know, it's just like if you if you catch your leg on 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 something funny, you know, you step wrong on a curve. Yeah, yeah. You know, you yeah, yeah. break yeah. your ankle. It's kind of the same thing, except he's he's coming from four feet up in the air with a lot. You know, if, if you know anything about physics. You, the way he was flying through the air because he was going up to, to block a basket, uh, a guy shooting. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, mm-hmm. it, this guy is 6'8", and he can, I mean, literally can jump through the roof. So he jumps up far, and when he landed and his foot hit that uneven surface, it just, it caused his legs to just go the other direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, ter- it's terrible for it's, it's terrible for USA basketball because they play at the end of the month. He will not be there. Terrible for the um, NBA team yeah. because the NBA starts in October. And he won't be there. He will not play for his team this year. <laughs> he won't be there. Right. Because you know, I looked on the internet I mean, and it said that he broke his fibula and his tibia. <laughs> pretty much everything that was there, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. If there was a bone in that area, it's broken. And we're not talking about, mm. like, a, a crack. We're talking about a, a clean break on those sides. So I wonder, you said it could have been a clean break, or I'm, I can't imagine. With oh, no, it's One picture that I saw that it's some fractures. Well, a fracture and a break is kind of the same thing, it, but it's clean. So, you know, sometimes, I don't know if you've ever broken a bone, but if you if you no. broke the bone, sometimes it's, it's just like a crack, and, and but your bone is still broken. But it's kind of still straight along the line. Well, take a chicken bone and bend it and, and just break it and snap it. That's kind of what happened to this guy. Oh. Um, mm. So. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's a sad, depressing news. You know, it's kind of been a depressing week in the news. I don't know if you've been following Tracy. No, I've actually been kind of out of the loop in the news lately. So talk to me. What's been going on? Oh, so many things. Uh, I don't know if you're aware. <laughs> there's 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 these uh, U.S. healthcare workers in uh, Sierra Leone, and a couple of them came down with the Ebola virus, right? Yes. Now I did hear about that. Yes. And so uh, a doctor, this one doctor and this other uh, healthcare worker are being evacuated mm-hmm. to the U.S. because they've been stabilizing. And I know there are people in this country who have, how should I put it, they're basically saying they shouldn't be brought here because of the potential risk to everybody else. But yes. the reason Ebola has been able to, you know, be what it is in Africa is because their facilities are just not up to par. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're bringing them to the, to the United States because we do have, we have, you know, some very high-level facilities here, and they, they were being flown into uh, Atlanta, and they're going to take them to Emory University. And you got to keep yeah. in mind, what else is in Atlanta for the U.S. health care? Uh, Atlanta, Atlanta is the home to the uh, Center for Disease Control in this country. So uh, 
headquarters oh. is in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, so okay. they're they're being yeah. taken to the best place they can they can be taken to as far mm-hmm. as the United States of America is concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's there there are people. I think it always seems I hate to say it. It always seems to be these right wing zealots out there who are so uncompassionate <laughs> toward other people. Like you know, they rather say you know it was too bad for a doctor. He shouldn't have been there helping those people anyway. He should just die. <laughs> and, even though there's no real treatment for Ebola, uh, mm-hmm. Ebola is a virus, and it, and everybody who gets it does not die. It's not a hundred percent fatal. You know? mm-hmm. There's no antidote for Ebola. There's what? There's no antidote for Ebola either. No, there's no there's no antidote. If people get it, yes, most people do die, but there are people who mm-hmm. don't die. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, you want to give these people a chance to live if you can. Now, of course, the United States government is not going to transport everybody who's got Ebola to the United States. But mm-hmm. this was an American doctor who was down there trying to help cure these people. And, and you know, I think it was a, a, a humanitarian thing to do to try to, to you know, to help when we can. That's just my thing. That's right. Help when you can. That's right. You know. That's right. That's right. You know. Um, the thing about it being an outbreak, even if it does become an outbreak here, it's a virus, and any other virus, you kind of have to live through it. You just live through it. Well, um, I think it's more of an outbreak in Africa because the, maybe the conditions aren't clean enough. Well, that's exactly it because you also got to understand, you know, it's not an airborne virus. At least it isn't at this point. I mean, because you understand viruses actually, you know, they metamorphosize and they turn into different things. But right now it's not airborne. You kind of got to come in contact with bodily fluids in order for you to get it. Really? As it presently stands. You know, and unfortunately, you know, and and, and fortunately for us, we have, I mean, they can bring this person over in complete isolation. They have planes with these isolation units in it that, are completely portable and and as safe as can be. I mean, you know, it's not like they're going to come here and affect the world. It's unlikely that that would happen. Well, I think it's unlikely because I the conditions are cleaning. Even if there was some sort of outbreak, I feel like it could get contained. I think it's unfortunate well, that in order to save these two people, we did have to bring them back home. I think I think that is a little unfortunate because because of what Ebola could stand for. Well, but, it's unfortunate if you're if you're a citizen of Sierra Leone or a country that where, where the outbreak yes. happened. Right. Because if you're a citizen of that country, it's pretty much a death sentence for you. Yeah. So. Because yeah. even when I got the listeria. When I got the mysteria, when I looked it up, you can take antibiotics, antibiotics, especially if you're pregnant or the elderly, but they said for everyone else, you just kind of have to live through it, and hopefully it doesn't compromise your immune system, but if you're already healthy, you're okay, and that's exactly what happened to me. I was already healthy. You know, I take my vitamins every day, you know, and so when I got affected, wait, affected, affected, when I got affected, you know, it just washed out my system. But if your immune system's already compromised, like it is over there in Africa, you know, death is imminent. 
You can't afford to get a virus over there. Nope. Sometimes. I mean, because there's a and there's a lot of reasons that you know they they don't have the same nutrition. They you know the water's not as good. Just go down the list. Exactly. That's exactly what I mean. Good for you. That's exactly what I mean. So, oh. That's the world we live in. It's unfortunate. Um, but what can you do, right? Now, if this were a television show, any this doctor and this medical assistant, um, under the same circumstances, if this were a television show, then they would bring them to Atlanta, they would do these tests on them, right? And then they would take their blood and then they would save it for, and then somebody would steal their blood and then there would be this huge outbreak that would be much worse than Ebola <laughs> if it were a television show, like scandal. That's, that's a possibility, or if it were the television show right? that I watch, it could, turn it, it could turn into The Walking Dead and we'd all die, but Thankfully, it's not the show that I watch. But you know I believe in zombies. So. Yeah. You know, there's another show that just hit the market. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called The Strain. I've heard of it. What's it about? It's on cable, right? Yeah, it's on cable. It's kind of hard to describe because there is a disease. If it's about, the show starts with a plane landing at. JFK in New York, and like like the plane stopped. Okay. The, the plane stopped on a tarmac, and, and of course the the officials at the airport are concerned. So eventually they they call the CDC and they go on board, and they find out that everybody on the plane is dead except for four people. And then, oh. but they think they're dead. It turns out that they're not really dead because they have this virus in them. That you know, it's kind of like a Stephen King type of thing. And uh, after some folding, it's just it could be a little scary if something out there was like that. Thank God. Mm-hmm. See, I, when you, you say you believe in zombies and stuff, I typically don't. That's a TV show, so I'm not worried about it's that. It's not a TV show. The zombies are coming, and we're going to create it. It's going to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, more, I'm actually more concerned about an outbreak of influenza or something along those lines that might actually get a zombie. No, that, that's not going to be what gets the straight. <laughs> yeah, but you remember that drug. There's a drug out there where some guy ate off some man's face. It's not really a drug. You know? It's bath salts. And, and, and anybody bath salt. who would ingest bath salt would, you know, you kind of get what you get at that point. Here's a suggestion. If it's not for you to ingest, don't do it. That is just don't do it. Stop taking bath mm-hmm. salts. It's bad for you. I would agree. You know, it's a suggestion. That's all. So anyway, uh, I don't know. I'm sure you're aware that 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 Donald Sterling um, lost his his court case against his wife. I think that happened I on Monday did. and Tuesday of this week. Yeah, so I did. Basically, basically, the judge ruled that his wife was in her rights, you know, and that Donald Sterling has been proven to be uh, not quite up to what he was. He so, so does that mean he's incompetent or not necessarily? Not, there's no diagnosis, but just not well enough to salvage, to, to, to keep his team. To run his affairs. And, and basically what the judge said is that his wife was in the right by having it, having him deemed like not completely competent. And it cleared the way for for her to be able to sell the team. Unfortunately, Donald Sterling being Donald Sterling and his vast array of lawyers, they are vowing to fight 
but the, the unfortunate part about that for him is that once you get declared kind of incompetent in a court like this, it's kind of hard to turn that page back. So while Donald Thurling and his wife, I mean, and his lawyers are still fighting this, it's going to be a little more difficult. And by the time he's able to, you know, maybe if he gets someplace with this, the team will be sold because the offer's already on the table and, and Steve Ballmer's lawyers have been waiting for this day. Um, That's right. Uh, and, and in addition to that, you had the Clipper coach vowing to quit if it went the opposite way. You had a number of prominent players saying that they wouldn't play for him. I mean, and of course you had corporate sponsorships that said that they would not deal with the Clippers in any way. So this is actually good for everybody. And I heard the corporate um, sponsorships were ready to come back. They're like, let's do this. With Donald Sterling? Providing. No, 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 no. Providing. Providing. Yeah. I heard that they're ready to come back. Right. Well, of course they're ready to come back. It's just, you know, corporate sponsorships are there for the money. So, you know, what they, it's like the NBA. The NBA just didn't want Donald Sterling to be there and cause them financial hardship. They needed him to be gone. So everybody's happy and everybody's willing to go back to the status quo. We're all making money. So that really is what this is all about. I said that from the beginning. This is all about the money. This is... It's not about and racism. It's not about anything else. It's about Oh, money. my God. It was not about racism. Well, this was not about racism. It all began because of racism, but ultimately it be- it's It began, about but we, we, just being the politically correct place that it is has become. Donald mm-hmm. Sterling went completely politically incorrect when he said yes. the stuff that he said. And then he doubled yes. down on it when he went off Anderson Cooper and those other shows. So he made it. Had he not even said anything, he might have been able to get away with some stuff. But, you know, when he started going public and said the stuff he said, and then when the trial started coming on, you know, and they put him on the stand, he said, well, I don't recall saying any of that stuff. It, it, it just, it was easy for the judge to say, yeah, he's a little incompetent. <laughs> we think he lost it. Well, it's funny because every once in a while I do hear you say, Tracy, I'm no psychic, I'm no psychic, but... A lot of times when I talk to you, you do nail it. You call it. <laughs> well, because some things are just obvious. <laughs> okay, that's fair reason. enough. <laughs> you know, it's that's like, fair. You, know, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Um, no, that's totally so fair. I totally I, get I, it. I got, a, I got a question for you. Go for it. Are you are you aware that Michael Strahan, you know who Michael Strahan is, I'm assuming? I do. I do. I actually like yes. him. Okay, Michael Strahan is having a pretty good weekend. I mean, it's not completely good because he broke up with his fiance, so that's the bad part, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, that mm. was that was that hit the news this morning. So, but oh, this morning. Okay. It's not all bad. Well, and, and the reason it probably did is that is that he just got elected into the NFL Football Hall of Fame. That I did hear. Yeah, I thought he announced that uh, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but today, well, actually, today and tomorrow are the induction ceremonies. So, you know, oh, if no wonder. ESPN, okay. If you had ESPN and you were watching the induction ceremonies, which, of course, I am. Uh, I do not. I do not. It's, it's the Michael, I know you're not. It's the Michael Strahan show, Ray Guy, it's the Mia Williams. It's, uh, you know, there's a lot of, well, every every summer they do this. So, and they usually okay. induct 
like about eight guys. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is for the NFL. This is the, this is the party weekend. This is this is where everybody gets happy. It's a pat on the back, and uh, usually, of course, there's some guys that get left out. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, this is this is NFL uh, party. Other than party. Football. Party weekend, okay. Yes. Okay. See all the old players and, and even current players come out and, you know, everybody's patting each other on the back and hugging each other and kissing each other. It's wonderful. Uh-huh. So, so Michael Strahan has been brought into that. And, of course, Michael Strahan was a very good football player. I mean, I know a lot of people, they only know him from Good Morning America and Kelly and Michael and whatever he does. Uh, but he was a very good football player. And that's the reason he's on these other shows, because of who he was and who he was for the New York area, because he plays for the New York Giants. Oh, his did whole he really? Career. Yes, his really? whole career. And, and you got to keep in mind, in this day and age, that's pretty unheard of, because most, most players don't play for the same team their whole career. Okay. He was drafted by the Giants, played his whole career, and then his last year in the league, they won the Super Bowl. What better mm-hmm. way to leave? He left on top. And I have to tell you, his entertainment career is amazing because they actually brought him on to Good Morning America as well. Yeah. Um, and he is a wonderful, wonderful entertainer. Kind of reminds me of, oh, dear, you know I'm really bad at this, but who's that ball guy? Oh, the ball guy. Which one? Deion Sanders? <laughs> no, 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 he's older, he's older. Oh, older, so funny. Older, ball, really, really funny. He's on an all-men's panel on cable. Black guy. Uh, you know what that is. Oh, yeah, well, so I have no idea who you're talking Did he play sports? I, was he? <laughs> yes. I think he, too, played football or basketball. I don't know. doesn't matter. You know what that is. Um, but in any case, getting back to Michael Strahan. Oh, I, I know you're talking about. You're talking about John oh. Sally. No, no, John Sally's not one of my favorite people. No. Oh, you said it's funny. No. John Sally's typically okay. You don't yeah, like John no. He's not one of my favorite people. I know people that love him, but he's there's a goofiness that comes along with John Sally that I'm like, oh, I'm a little suspect about. It's just sometimes it's just too goofy. That's just me. Sorry, John Sally. Um, but he's more Carmel complexed. John Sally little chocolate. This one I'm talking about is a little kind of complex. It wears really, really nice suits. Oh, forget it. Oh, Charles Barkley? Who? Yes! Charles Barkley. Yes! I love Charles Barkley. Yes. Yes. He well, Charles is actually, he says, well, you know, he's an interesting guy. I'll just say that. What does that mean? Oh, he's very well. He does. Uh, well, for a person like me who follows sports, I see Charles Barkley. He does the TNT broadcast for the NBA, right? He's one of the yes. studio analysts. And he, yes. You know, Charles always says interesting things. I mean, you might not agree with him always, but you know, you know, exactly. He has, it can be controversial. He has a, he has a definite opinion. And, yes. You know, like I say, you might not always agree with him, but you can you can at least. Understand where he's coming. 
And I kind of like that about Charles Barkley, though. I kind of like that he's not, like, going with the flow for a paycheck. I understand that there are some people that don't agree with him, and, and he puts up a fight. I like that. I like a guy that, well, that stands on his own two feet and stands his ground. Well, and they still have, continues to make a paycheck. They have a very interesting show that they do, you because know, the TNT, NBA, and analysis show that they do, that they do it in a studio in Atlanta, and they have Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, who Kenny Smith played for the Houston Rockets when they won their championships. Uh, uh-huh. and, and they have Shaq. And, those are, and then they're, the, the guy who mediates this, this crazy show is this guy named Ernie Johnson, right? And mm-hmm. with those three former players, they have such a range of observations and, and, and their own ideas about things that half the time on show you think they're about to get into a fight. It's a very interesting show, very, very entertaining, probably one of the best sports shows on TV. What's the name of it? Because I can watch it on cable. Because I like Charles Barkley. Yeah, it's, well, it's the TNT. Any NBA game that comes on TNT, they're the studio mm-hmm. now. So it's not on now because the NBA season is not in session. Uh, although oh, okay. they have been, they have been broadcasting the summer league games. So they'll take you know Charles hasn't been at the summer league games, but I know Kenny Smith was at the summer league games. So mm-hmm. you know these guys are basketball year round. Behave them, and then they grew up playing basketball. So it's not a problem for them to, to pay them to watch basketball. It's, it's a good job if you can get it. Yes. I mean, actually, mm-hmm. Charles Barkley came out this week and said there's only five real jobs in the world, and he's blessed because he gets paid to watch basketball for a living. And, mm-hmm. you know, while I disagree with him that there's only five real jobs because he, he didn't list my job, and I know I have a real job. <laughs> um, okay, okay. He, he did say that you know, he did realize how blessed he is that That's you know, he right. gets paid to watch basketball for a living because I wish I got paid to watch basketball. I mean, I watch it for free. Uh, well, here's the thing. I can be in total agreement with you about the there are only five good jobs in the world because I like my job. Five I totally agree job, with you. Five real jobs. So basically the rest of us don't what have real jobs. Mean? And I'm like, um, I, I don't know, but I know I have a real job because I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to it. And I spend nine hours a day at it. So, right. <laughs> and sometimes it frustrates, frustrates the heck out of me to do it. But, you know, it's, I'm sure. You know, it's, it's very real, believe me. <laughs> I wish it weren't real sometimes, but it's real. I agree with you. If you, you should put that out in the universe, by the way. Put it out there. You'll be surprised. If you that, could that get, I paid, get paid to just, watch sports. <laughs> yes, Malcolm. Yes, put it out there. <laughs> All right, I'll try that one. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I, I do it for free. <laughs> so. No, 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 no. Don't add that. No, no, no. Mm-mm. You want to get paid for Don't it, Don't add that. I want to get paid. <laughs> Don't add support. free ever. You want to get paid. That would be your dream job. And you never know. That's worth that, man. Then you never know. <laughs> so, I'm a big fan of the awesome. universe, yes. Uh-huh. I am, too. I, the universe is an interesting place. <laughs> so, anyway, you know. Anyway. I, I, there's another subject that I thought might be of interest. Uh, you know, um, how should I put this? The president gave a speech this week mm-hmm. because 
the Senate Intelligence Committee is going to release a report in the next week or so that kind of says that, you know, we've been involved in torture since, you know, pretty much 2001. We've been involved in what? Torture. Torturing prisoners. Okay, yes. Okay. So, and, and the word he used, you know, quote-unquote, he says, we have tortured some folks. Mm-hmm. But then he, he followed that up, says, you know, we engaged in these, you know, advanced interrogation techniques and, you know, things that we shouldn't have been doing and we crossed the line and, you know, we have to accept that we did it and, and admit it and move on, right? Right. I was listening to, of course, a Republican analyst last night speak about it and say that, mm-hmm. you know, almost that the president should be brought up on charges because, you know, he was making light of the fact that we tortured some people because he he, used, he said, you know, quote, unquote, we tortured some folks. And, and the analyst didn't think that it was appropriate that he didn't give it as much depth and understanding as he should have. Mm. To which I say, get a life. I mean, because the problem is this, you know, the man is speaking upon the things that when he took office was already going on. He's tried to eliminate. And, That's right. And just because he said we tortured some folks, what do you want to call them? We tortured some, you know, because the right wants to make you think that the people that we tortured, you know, you know, whether they deserved it or not, are not people. And what the president is trying to let you know is that they are people. When you waterboard somebody, you're waterboarding a human being. You're not waterboarding an alien. This, this is not some, not a zombie. It's not some space character. It's a human being. Right. They're mm-hmm. just like you and me. And mm-hmm. for the right mm-hmm. to feel that, that this is something that they need to, because they feel like whatever he says, they got to jump on. It doesn't really matter what he says. You know, he could say the sky yeah. blue and everyone like, oh, how dare you. <laughs> you know, and, you know, and that's the sad part of where we're at. But that brings me to another point this week also. Like, I'm, I'm a little confused. I've been watching TV very much this week. What's the deal with the Republicans voting to sue Obama? I think it's because of health care? Yes. That's John Banner. John what? Banner is the house. He tends to cry a lot, though, so, I mean, you know, you don't know. He actually but stopped anyway. crying, though. He hasn't cried in about a year and a half now. No, you got to catch him on the right day. <laughs> he, okay. he may not have seen him cry, but he, he cries quite a bit. It's kind of like, and maybe he's just a good actor. I'm not sure because he cries. Exactly. That much. Exactly. I'm not sure. A lot of it is acting. I, I I'm not even sure about him. But but the bottom line, the interesting thing about this is they're suing the president. They want to sue him because implement the health care law that they oppose in the way that they see fit. Right. Okay. So you guys don't even want this health care law, but you're going to sue the right. man because he didn't do it the way you thought he should be doing it. But here's my here's the thing of my concern. I, I think I already know the answer, but I'm just going to discuss it out loud. The fight was pro- – they, they fought like hell to, to not get it implemented at all, not at all. And, and then it turned out – thank you. Thank you, Malcolm. And then it turned out – well, let's do it my way. Let's do it our way. Like, we'll consider it, but do it our way. 
I was really, really surprised. Like, when I get visuals in my head, because I'm a visual person, when I get visuals in my head, I just see Obama, like, fighting through, like, a mob mentality type of crowd. And he keeps getting through. Like, it's just amazing the way the Republicans were acting, that visual that I had with this mob mentality and President Obama going, like, through the crowd and getting through. And then it went through. And then they were really, really happy when, you know, the website didn't work. And we were like, ha, we told you. And then all that got resolved. And then by March, it was just all said and done. I personally have Obamacare. I'm very, very happy with it, Malcolm, like extremely happy with it. I mean, well, I lost my GYN. Were... Hmm? Right. Yeah, I lost my GYN. I don't know what hmm? that is. But if you were one of the million people in this country that did not have health care and you now have health care, it's probably a good thing. Yeah, I mean, and even before, like, I was one of the advocates for, like, my coworkers, and I kept saying to everyone, I was like, get it, get it. If you haven't had health care, get it. Like, allow yourself to be treated. You can get it very cheaply depending upon your income, blah, blah, blah. No one listened to me. And then yesterday, hmm? I said it makes a difference, your income makes a huge difference. Well, it makes a difference on how much you pay, but the quality of what's what being offered, you get the same quality. So I could wind we up have... in the same health care plan with someone that has a dollar to pay, and me, I have to pay 40 which was still reasonable. You know, there are other levels, of course, but mine was just 40 I'm happy with that. But my right. point to you is, I was telling all my coworkers, I was like, get it, get it. Like most of you, like in my area of expertise we don't have health care like you can't find it like it's not that kind of job you have to pay for your own health care i was lucky i worked at target i've had health care you know i've i've always had health care so i've never really had a problem with it and then i lost my job with target in july and lost my health care because cobra said pay you know 350 dollars i lost my well, health care but i didn't not, worry cobra's mm-hmm. a joke because Cobra comes mm-hmm. along, with, you know, when you are separated from your job, and the amount of money mm-hmm. that they ask anybody to play, I've known a number of people have been offered Cobra after they lost their job. You're talking about people who have lost their job, and the amount that they're asking to pay is like, who? How do you think that they can afford this? I mean, that's not even you might as well not even offer it at that point. It's so much. So, but the the more important thing about the healthcare law to me, the most important thing is that. It, it prevents insurers from taking a person with a pre-existing con- condition and basically throwing them out. They have to. They have to treat everybody. And if you had cancer or some debilitating disease, the last thing you need is for your healthcare provider to kick you out. Yes, but I think that that's what the Cobra is set up that way. I think Cobra is set up to get rid of you. <laughs> They don't want you. Well, that's why they charge you so much. It's like everything else. Um, exactly. You know, it, it, if they're charging you too much where you can afford it, they already know you can't. Exactly. But in any case, I was talking to one of my coworkers, Sean, who's another psychic here who I just adore. I love Sean. Everyone should call in for a reading um, to get a reading from Sean because he's really, really good. I'm, I'm amazed in his young, in his youth, like how good he is. But I was talking to him casually yesterday. We were talking about health care, and he goes, 
I have, we were talking about Obama, and I was like, I got Obama. And he goes, I have Obama too. And I was like, you have Obama again? He's like, yeah. He's like, Casey, you told me to get it. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so proud of you. You know, so I was an advocate for health care. And just getting back to Boehner and uh, him and the Republicans suing Obama over health care, like, I don't get it, Malcolm. It's all said and done. It's been implemented. People yeah, that got it, happy. You have to understand that they try, try, I can't even tell you how many times they tried to repeal the law. I mean, they went through their official channels that we're going to repeal it, and every time they came for a vote, it failed. So, and we're talking about not once, not twice, not 20 times, not 50 times. It's well over 50 times that they've tried to repeal this law. I don't know the exact number, but it's so many times that it's like, okay, don't you guys get it? (laughs) I didn't know that. Are you yeah, kidding but me? it didn't work. Since it's it that they have been trying to appeal the health care. They tried. It just didn't work. See, I didn't know that. That's you know, so sad. And the sad part, the sad part about Do they have anything, is there any other jobs that they could be doing besides trying to appeal the health care that is working for some folks? It's working, people. Well, you Let also have go. to understand that 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 the Congress that the President has been working with the past couple of years has been the, the least effective Congress that we've had in our history going back hundreds of years. It's just they do nothing. They're a do-nothing Congress because, you know, they don't like to come up with their own laws, but they don't want the President, you know, because the other thing that they're suing the President about is that they're mad because he actually has done things without them. He's like, well, if you guys aren't going to help me, I'm going to just do it myself. And they're like, oh, how dare you? You're sp- We're the yeah. ones who make the laws. That they don't make any laws because they don't want to. They don't want to do anything that's going to make them look like they're helping the, the current administration. Mm. So, you know, which is it's almost treasonous to me that that they, they that they would function like that because you you would think our elected officials are there to work for the people, but a lot of times you know, the they, have, they have all these outside interests that are offering them money. They do things, mm. you know, that are not in the interest of the people. Mm. Wow. We the people. But it's not we the people. It's we the people with money, I guess. I don't know. That's the Koch brothers. They know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, they, they pay a lot. And they get a I, lot for I knew, dollars. I knew who you meant when you said they have people giving them money. I knew it. <laughs> How powerful are these people? I don't want to get on a whole topic on the Koch brothers, but... How, like, are they that How, powerful, seriously? Um, you know, it's funny because it made me think of this song. As you said, that it made me think of this song um, back from the 70s. Money, 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 money. It's about the money. Yeah. They're, they're powerful enough because they offer up the most money. And, and the Supreme Court did not help them when they, they ruled on Citizens United, which allowed these corporations to give unlimited amounts of money to these political candidates. Unlimited amounts. You as a private person, you can only give, you know, X amount of dollars. And I think the amount that mm-hmm. dollar amount is like five thousand. But as a right. corporation, you can give as much mm-hmm. as you want. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a problem. I mean and that was the worst thing our Supreme Court could have ever done because you open up the the floodgates for a lot of bad behavior because people are ruled by money. I hate to say it, like, you know, people do a lot of things for money. Women will stand on the corner and sell their bodies for money. That's right. 
Mm-hmm. Why you should talk about, like, women standing on the corner? You know, for some reason, I have Tyrese on my newsfeed on Facebook. And okay. I don't I don't know how that happened. Like, I'm technically not a Tyrese fan. Technically, I'm not a Tyrese what? fan, but... Well, you know why mm-hmm. you got it on you got a, you got you know why you have him on your newsfeed on Facebook? Why? Because some because somebody at Facebook determined that he would be of interest to you. It's not you That's didn't pick him. They picked him for you. No. That's no, I didn't pick him. That's that's my point. You, Facebook is starting to to filter in things that they think is of interest of you based on your previous choices. Well, here's the thing, Malcolm. I did um, a video on the guy that passed away in a car accident, Paul Walker, and I think that's how I got him on my news that, that might be, because, of course, they're linked. So because they're linked, anything yes. that's linked to, to one, like I say, this is a Facebook thing that Facebook, this is the Zuckerberg thing. They decided that, you know, because I actually heard a report just recently that said that at one point, the Facebook leadership, you know, did a little experiment on their Facebook users and, and just fed a certain yes. percentage of the, the users sad information to see how they would react to it. Yes, I know. That, that's some, mm-hmm. some weird kind of CIA experimentation stuff that, you know, <laughs> they don't do it. They call the hell of day. Like, don't test me like that. Yeah, you know, but that's, you know, I'm not on Facebook, so I'm probably not the one. Uh, well, no I, tend, I tend to use Facebook and Twitter in two different types of, like, modalities. You know, like, Twitter tends to be, for me, a little more interactive, and I can communicate with people, like, immediately. In Facebook, yeah. there's just a lot of things that, you know, I like to post things for inspiration. I kind of use it for two different things. Um, that and that's just me, right? But in any case, right. I wound up with Tyrese on my feed, and at first I started okay. to get rid of him. I started to get rid of him. Now, the Paul Walker video that I did, 1,200 views, okay? I guess we call it 1,200 views, which isn't that much, but I guess Facebook, like you said, must have been like, oh, let's link Tyrese, and I left him. Right. I didn't worry well, about I gotta, I've got a, I got a I question did. when you mentioned Paul Walker. Uh, Go for did, it. What did you what could what could you say about Paul? Or you said this after he died, of course. I'm assuming. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, what could you say about him after he died, other than he died? Well, Malcolm, it's my world. Oh, so well, this is a longer. <laughs> this, I'm sorry. It's a longer question than that. Just, just curious. Well, I mean, it, it's my. This is my world. So. You know, for me, the dead's not really dead. <laughs> so oh, I didn't tap into okay. right, but I didn't tap into Paul Walker. Ironically, um, I tapped into. I didn't know what I was going to tap into. I just knew people were like, "Please do Paul Walker," and I'm like, "He's dead. What do you people want me to see?" But so I did it anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's really funny, oh, like what the public thinks. The public is like, "Do it, do it," and I was actually petrified. I was like. I don't know what I'm going to see. I don't know if he's going to come through. This is kind of getting a little weird. Even for me, it's my world. What I wound up seeing instead was what was on the level playing field, which was above ground, which was the lawsuit. 
um, that three women were going to come after his money. That included the girlfriend at the time, but she got pushed back really fast. Um, you saying? I'm sorry. You saying three women were going to come after his estate? Yes. That's sick. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> That's it turns out. I agree. At first it was the girlfriend, but she got pushed out and, and taken off the media real fast. At first she was like, I deserve something. And then somebody was like, get out now. Don't, don't step up any further. And she did. And then, of course, he has a daughter named Metal, and the daughter's mother stepped up, but he had custody well, of the daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the, the daughter, the, his estate is going to his kid. So, no, no, I mean, the child's underage. So, no, I bet it's going to go into a trust for the kid, but ultimately it's hers. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not for anybody mm-hmm. else to get. No. no, actually, no, actually, no, Malcolm. When you have a minor, somebody has to mi- manage that mi- minor, which means her guardian actually, in a weird kind of way, controls the estate. In yeah, a weird kind of way. Trust, isn't it, it in is. a trust for the child and and. and isn't the guardian like limited to what they can do with this stuff? Because it's, again, it's a trust for this child, not not for this guardian to, to use willy nilly. Absolutely. I mean, of course, there are a lot of restrictions. Don't get me wrong, but when this kind of situation happens, where this little girl is a minor, everybody comes to the table because no matter how you slice it, Malcolm, there's a lot of money to play with. The little girl becomes very, very valuable. Yes. I mean, look at Michael Jackson's kids. That says it all, right? But the, even that was a little different because at least that was a little different because nobody was really fighting over the Michael Jackson kids, which was interesting. But remember, by the way, when Michael Jackson first died, he was almost in debt, and maybe that's why nobody came after him. It wasn't until his record sales started to pick up that they then become some of the richest kids in America. But even that didn't get seen until like six months later. But initially, you're right. But in any case, what I saw was three women coming after them. So the the, uh, the girlfriend was like, I deserve something. And they were like, back down. She went away. Metal's mother, who had lost custody of her, she stepped up and she was like, uh, guys, I'm the mother. But there's been some issues of her quality of being a mother. His father has always been verbal. But somehow or another, his father gave the fight over to... Paul Walker's mother, and that became the third woman. Ultimately, yeah, but ultimately what they did decide was to give the child back to uh, Paul Paul Walker's um, Metal's mother and then help manage that mother with the money that Metal comes with. So, and I saw that in the video. I saw all of that. But I'm bringing all of this up because you said something about um, girls, like how money's big and girls, you know, will stand on the street corners and make money, blah, 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 blah. And Tyrese was on my Twitter feed, and he said something that I didn't agree with. I didn't agree with. And... um. And I'm about to delete him because well, let me tell you, I'm going to I'm going I'm 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 to <laughs> read it because I was really upset over it. He put single ladies, right? He goes, for all you women uh-huh. out there that are single, 
for all you women that out there that are single and don't understand why you're single, hood rats, holes, tramps, skeezers, bottom of the barrel. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, you know, you're, you've already said too much. If I were advising him, I'd be like, don't say that. Do not say this. Don't say it out loud. Say it to your friends Malcolm. in the corner at the bar. Do not say this out loud because what you said already Thank is you. way too much. Way oh, too much. my God. Don't say that. Thank you. That's it. That well, was exactly okay. Because it's lengthy, right? Then he goes on to say, um, "They're never without a man." So all the things that he just mentioned—hood rats, holes, tramps, skeezers, bottom of the barrel chicks—they, they're never without a man. They go on dates all week. They smash and having sex all week. They're never single. Now, that's to be suspect, but I'm going to read the rest of it. They're never without a man clamming and clinging on their every word. Why, question mark? Because they're easy. When a man can sniff or smell that they just can't say anything to you or come at you any kind of slick-ass way, manipulate con artists, flick-ass way, they run away from smart, intellectually, spiritually-based, God-fearing women. You're too smart, you're too special, you're too significant, so you run the bullshit people away. While the hood rats and the holes, they stay with dudes all around them, all day, every day. So then he goes on to finish it with, so where, where you're single with pride, signed Tyrese. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so like when I, I check some was, of the comments. If, if, I know I was going to say if I, check, I were advising him, I would just say, you know, it's something you don't need to say out loud, dude, for real. I was wondering if he was drunk. Like, are you drunk? Like, so when I checked some of the comments, here was my surprise. Those that felt that they were um, intellectual, spiritual, gospel, like those that felt what I think Tyrese was trying to say, took it as a compliment. They took it as a compliment. All right? And I don't think this was in no way a compliment to anyone, not a damn soul, to no one. Because Tyree is not my measure as to whether or not I have a date. He's not my measure. And by the way, Malcolm, on any given day, and I posted it on Twitter because I don't give a shit, on any given day, any female out there is knowingly and or unknowingly a hoe. Any given day out there. So I would rather he had said something to, yeah, no, seriously, on any given day, on any given day. On any given day, the way the world is set up right now, it's not set up like the 1950s. Let's be realistic. It well, just okay, isn't, so, Malcolm. I, I have a slight problem with, with what you said, only because I don't like to... Well, I don't mean it that way. I don't mean it that way. No, but, what I'm trying but, to say okay, but, is we can walk into that status and somebody can look at me, me. I'm just talking about me. I'm not talking about anybody else. Okay, somebody can yeah, look no. at me a certain way and treat me a certain way 
and I'm not that person. So on any given day, I can be identified a certain way. Trust me. Okay, but, but here's, the, here's the part that, that bothers me about this, you know, labeling thing that we have going on in our society. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of unfair toward women to me because the man, can go out, the man can go out and hoe around all he wants, and nobody's going to call right. him a hoe, right? But right. you got women, women, if they do one of those things, somebody wants to point them out for being a hoe, but the guy, the guy who's calling them a hoe might be way holier than she ever was, right? That's right. And, and so that's, that's right. why I have trouble with people pointing fingers, you know, you know, because like in the Bible, people in glass houses should not go home for real. Don't. Thank you, know, you. Those of us, those of us without sin, cast the first stone. That's more. And place, he know. has a daughter to raise. He has a daughter to raise. So shut but it down like a, because. Well, hmm? and you're right. He might have been drunk or high or whatever he was when he decided in his unlimited wisdom to put this out there. But, you know, some things don't need to be shared. You know, that's, that's one of the problems that we have. You know, the Internet is a beautiful place to me. It's full of information if you're willing to go get it, right? But yeah. it's also a place mm-hmm. where people can, can say any stupid thing that comes to mind. That's and right. And here, sounds, here is my like argument. Exactly. And here is my argument with what Tyrese had to say. My argument had more to do with any label at all. There's not a female out there, not a single female out there. I don't care if she's on a corner. I don't care if she's in a church. There's not a female out there that should be called a hoe. Not a I'm female. But I can tell well, you that there are circumstances that will bring any female, I'm just talking about girls because that's my world, into any particular level of, like, unscrupulous behavior. Well, We've I mean, been there now some. That's because our circumstances dictate our world. I mean, so mm-hmm. if if you have everything at your disposal and mm-hmm. life is wonderful, then mm-hmm. you probably don't have to do certain things in order to eat. But mm-hmm. if you don't have any food in your refrigerator and you've got kids or you don't have kids or you just want to eat because you're starving yourself, there may be things right. that you would have to do that you wouldn't ordinarily pick to do. Absolutely. So, like I say, your circumstances and dictate that, your world. And that doesn't... That doesn't give anyone the right to call you a name. Like, you, you don't know what anyone is going through. And that was exactly my point. That's the reason I'm so upset with Tyrese, because I'm like, don't say anything to the women. Talk to the men well, who, who do the things that they do. And maybe, maybe as women, we need to quantify and qualify, like, what we're doing out there in the world that has allowed so much change to go on, not that it's our fault, but maybe there's a, there's a pullback that's in order and for, for something to change. But Tyree, don't talk to the women. Don't talk to my world. Talk to your men. Who well, the hell you? Know, and more importantly, he probably shouldn't be talking to anybody because nobody died and named him as the, the know-all, see-all person in the world. Now, mind you, as an entertainer, I've enjoyed some of the stuff he's done, and I've also seen some stuff that wasn't really so good. But right. I'm not even a crit- I'm not even a critic of him because I mean he's doing what he's doing to the best of his ability, and good for him. You know, mm-hmm. but what I would caution him on—that's why I say when, when whenever you get one of these famous people that get out there and say stupid stuff, you know, I, yeah. I always think you know they you would think there would be somebody around them that would just pull him to the side and say, "Yo, man, this is not a good thing." Stop. You need to pull right. it back because 
mm-hmm. by putting it out there like that. And, and that, that's you know that's what I was going to say about the internet because there is so much information that can be attained. You know that that are at, that's at your fingertips where you just have to go to a college library to pick up. You can just sit at your computer and pick it up today. You know, but mm-hmm. there's also a lot of hate and meanness, and, and people feel that they can say anything that they want anonymously and yeah. be as hateful and mean to other people. And it, it, it's so such an impersonal place. I can barely, I actually don't read comments anymore. I used to read comments and I would comment, but I don't even bother anymore because that's where the idiots are living. And, you know, I don't go where the idiots are at because it's a negative place and, you know, and I'm trying to live a positive life. They don't yeah. help me. So, yeah. you know, I don't have nothing to say to them, you know. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, I brought that up because you mentioned um, something on Sanders Street Corner. I was like, oh, that reminds me. Let me just bring this stuff up. So I, I, was, I, I tweeted Tyrese, and I basically told him to kiss my ass. I did. <laughs> I did. I did. I said. <laughs> I said. Oh, sorry. That's funny to me. That, that's, I told him that he's an asshole. I do that. I did. Because I, mean, I would just delete him. I'm, I don't have that in the same no. I don't. No. So let me ask you, I, would you go see a Kyrie's movie? At this stage of the game, well, I didn't really, I wasn't crazy about him in the first place, so I wasn't a fast and furious person anyway. And I know it's a huge franchise, so I'm just saying me, you know. I'm not a fast car, blah, 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 blah. So, I'll no. Watch it back, cause I was, I was going to mention he's in Fast and the Furious, and they'll be coming out with their latest installment. And, uh, I know. Hopefully they'll finish it. So you're not fast I like Paul Walker. No. No, I liked Paul Walker, though. I thought he was a really kind, sweet guy. And I also, to be honest with you, by the way, people, I honestly thought that Tyrese, you know, jumped up in a, you know, compassionate kind of way when Paul Walker died because it made him look good. Sorry. That's the way I saw it. Really? Sorry. See, I actually thought... I actually That's the way I saw it. Because they've been making these movies for a long time. And, and, and I'm not saying he didn't care people. about him. Yeah, that might have been his friend. I mean, I, you know, he went out there and started crying, so I can't say that that, you know. Now, I would assume that I'm he's not, doing out of true feeling. That's, Malcolm, I'm not saying that he didn't care about him. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that it's ridiculous that he it was the extra measure of public attention and crying at the scene. That's just me. I don't care. I, I I wasn't a fan of him before when I watched his antics. I thought it was kind of phony, to be honest with you. Everybody agrees, wow. but I just thought it was over the top. But that's just me. Well, I mean, who knows? I, I don't know either one of these gentlemen, so, I mean, I, who knows? Maybe. Who knows? I'm not I mean, <laughs> I tweeted him, and I was like, who died and made you God? Better to talk to the trifling men who do what they do to you know, well, I'm sure, I, I'm sure you're not the only person who responded to that way. <laughs> well, I don't know. I put I'm offended and appalled, pulled back off of any woman, women. And then well, I told him to stay in his lane. I was like, back off and stay in your lane, asshole. Well, you know, it, it's funny you bring this up because there was a, something that came up over the week. Um, uh, there was a football player last year that got into a fight with his then fiance and he knocked her out in the elevator, right? Yeah. And 
So mm-hmm. you had a lot of people come out and say that they didn't think that the suspension went far enough, right? Mm-hmm. And the only reason I bring this up is because there was one individual in particular on ESPN, a guy named uh, Stephen A. Smith, and I like Stephen A. Smith, you know, in his in what he says, but he said some stuff that you know one of his colleagues took immediate offense to, because. Uh, they thought that he was implying that uh, the reason the, that women get attacked through domestic violence is because the woman does something to get attacked in domestic violence. So yeah. ESPN suspended, suspended him for a week because of his comments and his trying to get out of it. And the only reason I have a problem with any of this is that, okay, Stephen A. Smith is paid to be a controversial type of opinion giver, right? Mm-hmm. And but more importantly, what he said was not what they are saying. He said, I mean, it's kind of taken out of context if you read his whole quote. Okay. You know, because at the end of the day, what he was saying, you know, because he said he, he was raised by women, and you know, he tells his family, his his female family members, not to provoke men, and mm-hmm. and so his colleague says that you know took that as any woman who gets attacked in domestic violence provoked that violence that happened to him. And that's not what he did, and that's certainly not what he meant, I don't believe. Um, You know, because, you know, what he should have said is that anybody, male, female, whatever, you know, there are people who actually provoke uh, confrontation. And if if you're a provoker, you should stop it now. I mean, because sometimes... It's just like me going up and finding somebody like a Charles Barkley and kicking him in his shin. Well, Charles Barkley mm-hmm. would probably crush me because he's a much bigger guy, although he's a little slow at this point, but he's a much bigger guy. And mm-hmm. I would be foolish to mess with somebody who could do damage to me. And I think that's what Stephen A. was trying to say at that point. You know, he should limit well, the, it, you know. Here's the thing. You know, I was watching The View, and some of the women with the same topic some of the women on the view some of the women on the view felt like no matter how you slice it, a man should never touch a woman. That's what some of the women felt. And Whoopi and that's, that's felt true. Mhm. But Whoopi felt that, you know, if you antagonize and provoke and think that it's not gonna happen, it's unrealistic. Because what so, you're saying, you got to take personal responsibility for yourself and your actions. So, and I'm in agreement with what you. That's why I said I wouldn't go kick a big guy in the shin or, or say something insulting to this big guy to his face because he might want to crush me. You know, I got to take personal responsibility for my own safety. But it's funny, and you I know think what, that's what, what people were saying. But here's here's what I'm getting in terms of like what you're saying. Because it's funny that you said that. Well, if you went against, see, it's funny what you said, because you asked, what you said was, and I'm going to ask you to, to pick a woman instead, you said, well, Tracy, if it was Charles Barkley, I would maybe want to assess who I'm having this argument with. That totally makes sense. But if it were a female, Malcolm, who, like, is it, is it the same assessment then? Well, actually, for me, it is, because I try not to have arguments with anybody. I've 
you know. But if you opening. did, like, because again, we're talking about maybe someone provoking you. So I'm not saying well, like, I, I, if you did, if I, there was a provoker, I, I, and if they touched you, and it was a female, and she's, you know, like, I don't know how tall you are, but she's like smaller than you, skinnier than you, like, I mean, you're not in that well, position now. But Let's race it. I have, I've had that happen to me, so okay. I do know what I would do because I had that very thing happen to me. And you know about what went through my mind during that process? Why? What went through my mind was, oh, I could beat the crap out of this woman, but then I would go to jail. So what can you right. do, Malcolm, to get out of this? And I was looking for all exits. Whatever exit I could find, I was looking for. But I'm like, I need to get out of here because this is a bad situation and I don't need it to go any farther than it's already gone. Now, mind you, the person who was, <clears throat> I, didn't do any, I didn't do anything to them to, to provoke mm-hmm. that attack, but it still happened. So my mm-hmm. thought at the time was like, ooh, I got to get out of here because this, is, this could go bad for me. And especially if you're in a situation where there's nobody else around, then it becomes one person's word against yours and, my thinking and the cops, was, don't, I, the I cops need, don't have time to hear that. Right. So I need to remove myself from this situation. However, hmm. I can, that was okay. my thinking. I know other people, some people feel that, that at that point they got to prove how tough they are. And stuff. But I grew up, you know, I grew up in Los Angeles. I had to fight when I was young. As an adult, I don't have to fight. I don't fight anybody. So not, not her, not him. It doesn't matter. I'm not fighting. Not not unless my life is absolutely in danger and I have no other way out of it. But yeah. at that point, yeah. when I was going through what I was going through, I knew that there must be an exit here. There's got to be an exit. I just didn't see the exit sign. I'm looking for it, though. <laughs> so I, I found my exit sign so, and I got out of it. In terms of your exit sign, did it also mean using your intelligence and calming the situation down? Because oh, I'm going to go back to the guy on the elevator then. I'm going to go back to him. <laughs> But see, I'm going to go back to him. I'm going to go back to, like, I, I, I'm on a fence about this. I'm on a fence because I, I, I know women, Malcolm, and I know, I've, listen, when we talk, we talk. And so when I mean me, I mean girlfriends, not, you know, as a job. Okay. I mean girlfriends. When we talk, okay. we talk. And so... Sometimes you hear girls say, and I'm talking about throughout the years, you hear girls say, yeah, I got up all in his face. I dare him. I dare him. And I'm like, wow, you, you dare exactly. him. Exactly. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> you, did you really dare him? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, be, so, because we live in a society, unfortunately, that sometimes there are some women, not all women, of course, but some women think, you know, <laughs> that they're, that, that the, the roles have reversed themselves and that they can get up in a man's face. And, and try to physically intimidate them. And for me, I hate to say it, a woman's never going to be that physically intimidating to me to where I'm going to be intimidated. Now, what I, you know, in my situation, I did have concern because other things could have played a point in this, and it could have, you know, it could have really went bad. I wasn't scared of her. I was scared of the potential fallout from her. So mm, got to go. Fallout, which means I got to go. I, I, can't, I can't deal with the fallout. You know, what, but if it, if it was just a mano-a-mano thing and, you know, okay, and I take Okay, but here's drug, another well, point. Yeah. <laughs> but here's another point. You saw the potential in this particular situation, and I'm bringing this up for a reason. Did you spend time with this woman again? 
In what way do you mean? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 Malcolm. It's a simple question. You, did, did it's I different degrees for you. Attack? No, I didn't did, say did talk. I, talk. I, meant, I meant in a, like, were you in the same place at the same time ever again, knowing, knowing the potential that she had given you for that? They, that, did you that they were a little nuts. Well, yes, yes, I was. But okay. I, I it's tried, okay, Malcolm. I, I it's okay. I definitely tried to limit the kind of interactions that went from there on, yes. The only reason why I'm bringing it up, because this became completely controversial with this guy punching this woman in the elevator, it was his oh, fiancé. The, the only reason why I brought it up, they got married. Yeah. They got right. married the next month. It was a, like a month, a, a month and two weeks later that they got married. And, and when he had the press conference on, uh, either Monday or Tuesday, she was sitting there right there with him. In fact, her father was there as well, and, you know, they did a group hug. So um, mm-hmm. it, it's not like people don't don't change. Now, in my situation, I certainly wouldn't have married that person. But, you know, Ray Rice's fiance chose to go for when their super situation. And she got not. I mean, she literally was out cold. I don't know if you saw the video. I but, saw that. Know, I saw the TMZ video. She yeah, was I out that. cold. You know, she she was. In fact, she was when she started waking up. You know, because if you've ever been knocked out, you don't just wake up like from a dream. <laughs> she mm-hmm. still pretty mm-hmm. much out of it. And so as she started started to wake up, she was still out of it. You might you might want to check her for concussions because it was that bad. But you know, I don't. I can't imagine. Um, There's no video footage of what he actually did. We just saw the part of no because that, unlike the elevator. Unlike the elevator at Jay-Z and Beyonce and in Solange was in, there wasn't a camera inside the elevator. Um, I can just imagine. But just getting back to Twitter, Lavender11 says, and I think it has something to do with the commentator. What's his name, by the way, the commentator? Uh, Stephen A. Smith. Steve, oh, Stephen A. Smith. Um, I believe Lavender is talking about Stephen A. Smith, where she says, I don't agree. If he meant both women and men, he would have said it. He meant what he said. And then I made a comment about well, Whoopi. Wait, hold on a second. I'm not to cut you off. I'm so sorry. I just want to get Lavender's point across. And then I made a comment about Whoopi, and Lavender 11 said, Whoopi is a special cookie. She always defending the racist, the abusers, the rapists, etc. I don't have any words for that. But, uh, but I will say, as far as what Jason A. Smith said, uh, I have the entire quote. And if you read the entire quote, it's a little clear, but, you know, we, we live in a society that nobody actually ever listens to the entire quote or reads it. So it, it, it's a little long of what he said, you know, so people take out these, these sound bites. And the sound bite does appear a certain way. I, I'm in full agreement. But if you read a little deeper, there's a little more to what he was saying. And then, I mean, of course, then he tried to apologize, and he actually made it worse at that point, which is unfortunate. But here's my model. Here's my model, Malcolm. If you have a really, really good job that pays you really, really good money and you can own your home and pay your taxes on your home and you could buy a nice pair of socks without worry, watch what you say. That's what I would say. But see, what I would also say, Tracy, to add to that is that yeah. ESPN Stephen A. Smith to be that guy to say these controversial things. He's paid to do that. That's that's why he's there. Malcolm, ESPN will be the same one to fire him. So you're oh, your well, own oh, brand. Figure out it's what your brand is about. See, 
if, if I hire you to do this job, I can't be mad when you've done it. That's my Malcolm, point. ESPN will fire him. It's about public opinion. Okay. And by the way, no. they sometimes fire people brightness. just out of fear. Like all of a sudden, once again, like the Lakers, if sponsors or you know money Clippers. comes into play, they'll fire his ass. Clippers, I'm sorry. Well, they'll fire his again, ass in a minute. Again. That's because we live in a political correct world, politically correct world that that doesn't allow for you know any type of dissenting ideas. And, and again, you know, my only problem with the whole Stephen A. Smith thing and him being suspended is that again, the network hired him to be this guy. You know, now mind mm-hmm. you, I listen to Stephen A. and some of the stuff he says, you're like, man, dude, you should not say that. But again, that's his job. So mm. he gets paid a lot of money to be that guy. I, you know, and, and unfortunately, when you put these guys in that position, you tell them, you know, be controversial, say these things. Sometimes they wow. actually do say those things. Now, so it's, you it's got, a double standard. You're your own brand, though. I, I get the double standard, but my favorite part is the same person that hire you, the same person that can fire you. So shut the fuck up. Like, enough of it. Figure out. But just in knowing that a woman was knocked out, that's just something maybe you just shouldn't touch. You just a woman got knocked out, and nobody saw the video. So we're not sure well, if he's an abuser, really. We're not sure. We just saw her well, being dragged out the elevator. We don't know if he got up in her face and put his finger up her nose. We don't know what happened. Maybe she was defending you know, herself. Shut up. The sad, part, the sad part, Tracy, to me is that, in my opinion, this is a fine, uh, uh, it really is a private family matter. Now, mind you, no, no, it's on video, reason, so I don't know. Yeah, but it's but it's only because it's only because he's a celebrity, quote unquote celebrity, right? Had he not mm-hmm. been a celebrity, he might have made the news for a minute, and nobody would have thought about it twice since then, except the family. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as far as their family goes, they got married a month later. They got a, a small child. Um, I'm sure. I mean, because you got to keep in mind on, on this too. Uh, his fiance, the woman, she got arrested the same night he did. They both got arrested for domestic abuse. She was knocked out, and they arrested her ass. I can't explain that. I mean, oh. I'm not sure why okay. they do a lot of things. She was uh, knocked out. <laughs> I can't explain it, Tracy. I'm just telling you what, what, what I read. Well, Here's the thing. Years ago when I was married, and I guess my, my uh, marriage was about to break up. You can always tell when your relationship is about to break up because sometimes it just can get a little physical. And so it was a sad, I'll never forget this. Well, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I agree. It's just one of those things, right? At least, you know, in my head, it's one of those things. Not necessarily with everybody. Some, sometimes people just walk out and you're like, oh, my God, what happened? But in any case, I'll never forget, it was a Saturday, and my husband at the time, and he was my husband at the time, he went to me, and I grabbed his arm, and I was like, what are you doing? Where are you going? And when I grabbed his arm, he grabbed my throat, pushed me up against the wall, and then dug his neck. Yeah, all right. Let me tell the story. Yes. Sorry, wow. I, 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 I thought the same thing. I was like, are you kidding me? But what really bothered me, and I still have the, a little bit of scar on my neck from it, he dug his nail into my neck, and I started to bleed. Wow. Right. Wow. And 
And because it was static, but the motion, I wish I could show you the motion, because the motion was so quick and so swift. He went to leave. I grabbed his arm, and then he swung me around, pushed me up against the, and it wasn't even all of that motion that was bad. It was the digging of the nail into my neck. And so, and I thought to bleed, and I thought, no, you're not going to get away with it. So I called the cops, Malcolm. Now, I used to live in Montana, New Jersey. Thank you. I, 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 okay, thank you. I used to live in Montclair, New Jersey, and at the time, Montclair had a lot of African-American cops. So there was an old boy network in that town, right? So these two black cops coming to my door, they saw the blood. He has to automatically get arrested when they see physical violence, and they said that to him. He said, I wouldn't have done it if she didn't grab my arm. And then they look at me, and they go, um, did you? And they were kind of smiling because they were happy to arrest me. They were like, did you grab his arm? And I was like, um, yeah, he was leaving, and I That's where you I made, told him sorry, that. That's where you made your mistake. Well, you should have denied that. Malcolm, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I, I hear you. So I go, yeah. And then they go, and they were happy, by the way. They were like, well. And they were giggling. They're like, well, we got to rescue too. So I was like, oh, my God. Now, at the time, I had an 18-month son upstairs in the crib. But at this wow. stage of the game, I was so upset with my husband's antics and all the crap that I've been going through. At this stage of the game, I was like, you know what? Let's do this. Arrest me. And I, I didn't even wait for the handcuffs. I went out, and I got in the cop car. And then a cop well, came after me. Them funny. <laughs> you know, it was funny. Like... cops were really tickled. Like, <laughs> no. He just jumped in the backseat of the car. Wow. <laughs> it was hilarious. So they come out, and they go, man, get out the cop car. <laughs> get out. Yeah, pretty and much. I'm like, you can't no. you can't jump in on your own. You got to <laughs> And I go, no, no, take me. Take me to jail. Like, I was so dramatic. <laughs> And they're, they're in stitches, by the way. I actually realized I wasn't in trouble because they're in stitches. And then they look in the car I'm and they sure go. I'm sure they were. That's probably what was seen. They probably are still talking right. about that today. <laughs> they go, ma'am, we have a baby in the house. And I was like, yes. oh, that's right. Oh, my God. Like, seriously, I forgot about my child. My ex-husband and I both would have been arrested. He had a better presence of mind, so he must he must have been the one that said, well, I got to take care of the baby. Ultimately, my ex-husband begged him. They were like, take me, leave her. She didn't do anything. You didn't hear Good anything. Take me. Good I for know. him. I, yeah. Good I know. for him. I know. Because that, you know, to have, to have your, your know. person arrested. I know. Not, that, that's I get not it. That's uh, No, no, no. L- listen, and here's what the cops did. Because it was an honorable act on his part, they didn't arrest him. They walked him around the block. They said, can you go visit somebody? Just don't come back home. We're not going to arrest you. So there was no foul, no problem with anyone at this stage of the game. It all worked out good. Nobody's got their fingerprints on file. But I'm only bringing this whole story up because you just don't know what happened in that elevator and to what extreme and blase, blase. Needless to say, unlike you, Malcolm, it was probably the last time we were in the same room together. Like, 
I'm not a good person that accepts somebody being physical on me, and it was pretty much the end of the marriage at that point. I would assume that, so. yeah. Uh, that, that would make sense <laughs> to me, uh, only because if he slams you up against the wall and trying to choke you out, that's a sign. <laughs> and if you don't read those it, signs, I don't know what to tell you. It, but it wasn't even choking. He dug his nail into my – it wasn't even choking. Like, it was like his neck was against – it doesn't matter – he wasn't choking. He dug his nail into my that. That to yeah, me is more I, mean. I guess his hand was on your neck, right? Yes. Mhm. Okay. That, that's in my in my rule book. That's the, we're close enough to choking to where it doesn't even matter. We're, we're in the choking mm-hmm. stage at that point. My hand is on your neck. Yes. That's that's a no no. That's a no yes. no unless it's you know unless that's part of the fun that you're having at the time. But that's a well, different story. That's, that's that's different. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story. <laughs> so. That's totally different. <laughs> All right, Malcolm, once again, I kept you way too long. you got to go. Enjoy this segment. Well, Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, so. it's been great, Tracy. So <laughs> you have a good day. Thanks. You too. Have a good week. Oh, by the way, I saw your, um, your tattoo. I was very impressed. Saw your tattoo? Oh, cool, cool, cool. I was very impressed. Very, it's a uh, very pretty, very unique, very masculine. Actually, I was impressed. Pretty, pretty and masculine in the same sentence. That's, that's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> I'm a girl. I'm a girl. I use those words. <laughs> All righty. All right, get going. All right. Well, you have a good day. Thank you. Take it easy. All right. Bye bye. Okay, bye. All right, guys, that was Malcolm, the ordinary sports political guy. Um, I want to remind people that my show is two hours long, and some people, I always get to my readings, always, because you're going to miss out on the, you know, on a free reading, and I hate for anybody to miss out on a free reading. It's, you know, if they can get a free reading. So whatever you do, don't hang up. Stay on. And stuff like last week, I went for three hours. <laughs> so you're going to miss out. But um, it is what it is. Try to stay on. Hi, Lavender. Hey, Tracy. <laughs> How are you? I am. I'm... I'm I have many things at once. <laughs> well, before we get started, without telling too much of your business, how's everything been with your personal life? Well, I signed the papers. Now I just have to pass a drug test. Um, and, you know, as you know, I am 100% sober, although I did go to a rock concert last night where there was a lot of weed. So hopefully uh-huh. the test doesn't pick up on secondhand smoke. <laughs> I don't think it does. And a funnier thing, a funnier thing, because I never knew this about my roommate, but she was smoking it up last night as well. Interesting. <laughs> so, I mean, but besides that, it's good. And, and also... When, when, um, is, when is your drug test? It's sometime next week. All right. Well, Pro- I mean, probably I'm a, Friday. I'm a, 
I'm a big fan of vinegar and water. Mm-hmm. Vinegar purifies the blood. So mm-hmm. every time, you know, I would drink, you know, six glasses of water a day. I'd make sure there's vinegar, you know, in my water, and I would just drink vinegar and water all week. Besides that, it helps with toning your your tummy. So it's a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> How many drug tests have you taken? Oh, my God. I don't do any drugs. None. Zilt. Zero. I just happen to know random useless information, and I uh-huh. hold on to it. <laughs> I don't do any drugs. I'm sure. I just know a lot of dumb shit. I'm, I'm, I, I believe you. <laughs> Oh my God! Just trust me. Vinegar and water. <laughs> but uh, but the funny thing though is because I I requested for me to fill out all the paperwork in a nice conspicuous area, but for mm-hmm. some reason they didn't listen to me. I had to pass all of my old coworkers, and they were literally oh. staring and pointing at me the entire time. Oh my God! <laughs> And now I'm like, okay, so let's hope I still have a job on Monday. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You, you sign the paperwork. That was half the battle. You're not worried about mm-hmm. the drug test. Whatever goes down this week, you can't, like, it is what it is. Yeah. Call it a day and wait for your thought date. But hopefully, you know, I'm a big, big fan of prayer. That's me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a Jesus Christ loving psychic, which is like an oxymoron, right? So just pray to God that you can get through, you know, working and, and um, maintaining, earning your income. Mm-hmm. You don't really want to have a break in your income right now. Maintaining, right. earning your income um, and, until you get your stock date. Mm-hmm. You know, just pray it up. Pray it up so that it can come down and you can be protected. And one of my biggest favorite things to say for people to say, I usually say, Jesus, go before me. Hide me from any gossip. Hide me from any eyes. You know, do, do what you do best, Christ. And he will. You know? Yeah. Well, half, half of the battle is done. I'm, I'm actually shocked right. that, that, that it's so fast. Um, yeah. Because the well, the old new manager, he told me that usually HR takes a very long time, but he stressed to them, no, do it fast, do it now. And it's, it's yeah. really looking like it's going to take a week and a half. Oh, my God. So basically, <laughs> what, mid, mid-August you should be there? Yep, just about. I'm amazed. I'm so amazed. I'm so proud of you. I have to be honest, you and Desi are one of my favorite, favorite professionals. And you're both (laughs) young, and you both have very unique, you know, things that are going on, and highly intelligent, and still pop culture (laughs) Well, speaking of highly intelligent and... Pop culture. I think I'm going to go into the gutter with this one question. <laughs> go, go for the gutter. I'm happy. What happened? So, Mr. Kanye West, Kardashian, whatever he is, 
Uh-huh. He has a unique friendship with this uh, fashion designer named Ricardo Ticci, or I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. Okay. Um, and he he credits Ricardo with helping him develop his own fashion sense for his for his own brand and lines and whatnot. But there's always been a very small rumor that he and Kanye are a little bit closer than regular friends. And Mm -hmm. this weekend, Mm -hmm. it was Ricardo's birthday, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of celebrities flew to Ibiza, I think, to celebrate his birthday. And Mm -hmm. Kim, Kanye, and Kanye's mother, and Kendall, the model sister, were all there. And Kim's mother, Kim's mother. Uh, yes, Kim. Yeah, Kim. Mm-hmm. Chris. Mm-hmm. They were all there, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. pictures emerged, and you see mm-hmm. Ricardo. Ev- almost everybody's wearing black. Ricardo's wearing this black shirt with like a white brooch or something over his heart. Okay. Then you see a picture mm-hmm. of Kanye, and he's wearing the same thing with a white brooch thing over his heart. Mm. <laughs> and then news came out that Kanye was serenading Ricardo for his birthday. He performed his songs, and then with his speech, he kind of sang directly to him. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then after that, some a small piece of gossip was released that a model, Kate Moss, has pictures, compromising pictures, of Kanye and Ricardo, and she may have shown her husband and her husband's friends, and the news may come out that Kanye has a very special relationship with Ricardo. Okay. So my question is, are Kanye and Ricardo booed up behind Kim's back? Well, actually, you know what? Maybe it's not behind Kim's back. So I'm just uh-uh. going to say our Ricardo yeah. and Kanye love buddies. Love buddies. Okay. That's a different question because I feel like they had this camaraderie long before Kim. Yes. Yep. What does he do for a living now? He, I, I think he's the, the designer for Givenchy, I think. But he, he's okay. a designer. But I think he's under Givenchy. I'm not sure which brand he's under. But he's a designer. Okay. okay. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to put it this way, if it makes oh. any sense to anybody. Do you watch Big Brother? No. Okay. Well, Big Brother has this romance going on right now that's more real than not. So Frankie is Ariana Grande's brother, and Frankie is on Big Brother, and Frankie is full on gay. Mm-hmm. Plain and, plain and gay, not girly, because, like, Sean seems much more girly to me than Frankie, so, like, I feel like he's flaming. Yeah, and Sean tells me, he's like, I'm a girl, and I'm like, oh, I always get like, oh, 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 fine, you're, I never know what to do with Sean, because I never know what's going to come out of his mouth. So, Sean's more girly. Um, mm-hmm. Frankie is gay and flaming. I, I, I'm beginning to understand the difference. Thanks to Sean, he kind of, like, teaches me a lot. I'm learning so much through Sean. I didn't even know there was a whole education that I needed, and now I'm getting taught. Okay, so he 
and a straight guy, a straight guy's name, um, is having this romance. They sleep together. They mount each other. They uh, they what each other? Oh, they mount. They like they climb on top of each other. Like they mount each other. There's, it's full on weird. It is. It's just full on. And 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 then the straight guy. I can't believe you said, said mount. <laughs> they mount each other. <laughs> Hilarious. And then the straight guy always he constantly says. If I were gay, I'm not gay, but if I were gay, I would choose Frankie to be my lover. And he says it, and he says it with pride, and he says it in a Kanye West kind of way. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. here's what I'm going to tell you about what the cars are telling me. It feels like a big brother kind of way. Mm-hmm. However, there has been a relationship. Wow. But it feels like it's a big brother kind of way. So it feels friendly and camaraderie and fun. But it also feels like we can't tell anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I have friends in fashion PR, and they've been saying this for a while, that, you know, people are whispering about those two and how they're kind of sloppy. And when I saw these pictures of them with these little brooches over their hearts and they're wearing the same thing, like, come on, man. Come on, man. Just come yeah. on Because in my and, opinion. And that's the secret, Kanye, though, because I get the hermit card. Uh-huh. That's the secret, because I get the hermit card, which means, ha, 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 the joke's on you. But, <clears throat> but it feels like a big brother kind of way where it's kind of out in the open anyway, so this emblem over their heart is an indication of, their love. <laughs> but you know what? She doesn't. In all of those pictures, you know what? I know that you love Kanye and Kim together, but I keep telling you, he does not love that woman. He does not love yes. her. I, I think yes. he likes her image you think and what he thinks they can that. do. I think mm-hmm. they like what they can do for each other, but I don't feel yes. any like romantic. I respect you, I want to be with you for the rest of my life type of feeling. Whereas mm-hmm. pictures of him and Ricardo together, and it's like, no, just, you know, even though Kanye would get some backlash for being gay or bi, this could be a nice little fashion rep power couple. No, no, no. And you've been very consistent with that. And you, with, with saying, like, what's his true feeling for Kim? And here's what I'm getting out of this, too, to be honest with you. I, I like that Kanye, when I compare Kanye and Jay-Z, right, <laughs> I, I like that Kanye is so crazy in his head that he professes his love for Kim. I, I don't doubt that a lot of it could be a lot of it is for the public. A lot of it could, could be staged. A lot of mm-hmm. it is, I'm doing this for Kim, but are you looking at me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because my ex-husband did that. Like, whenever he brought me a present, my whole family would see the present before I did, weeks before I did. Like, wow. like a beautiful 
say, thank you, wow. Like, and then I would, I, you know, then the days come, and I'd be like, oh, my, and I'd go to call people, and I'm like, oh, my God, you can't believe what Chris brought me. And they would be like, oh, well, we saw it, and it was beautiful. And I'm like, what? You, what? And I look at him, and I'm like, did you buy the present for me, or did you buy the present to show people, one, what you could buy, or two, mm-hmm. how good of a man you think you are? Like, he was trying to show people, like, how lucky I was. Look how lucky she wow. is. And it was kind of weird. And that's actually what I'm getting from Kanye. Well, you know, that oh, same kind of, I'm doing for her, but are you guys looking at me? Well, you know, I kind of feel like that, and, you know, I hope no Kim Ye fans attack my Twitter because I don't go in there that much anyway. But that's how I feel like their entire family interacts with each other. Kim and Kanye, Kanye to Kim, Chris to whatever. And sometimes I feel like they act like that about their baby, too. Like, everything's a show. You know what? It's funny you should say that because the way I feel like they throw her baby like Mufasa did with God in the movie The Lion King. You know what I mean? (laughs) Simba? Simba? Simba. (laughs) When they put when they outstretched their arms and they had the whole jungle look at the baby. And they I, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> That's the way I see they put that poor child in the media the same way. Well, you know, actually, now that you say that, there's a picture because I, even though I rag on Kim, I never want to believe that somebody would have a kid just for show or for different other purposes than, you know, we love each other and we want a kid. But she has these these pictures in Paris where she's fully done. She looks great. The the paparazzi is following her, and she's kind of holding North out, facing Uh the cameras. And North is trying Uh to, you know, struggle to turn towards her, and she keeps maneuvering her out, and she's pushed away from her body. And I'm like, at first you guys say that you don't want them to see and harass your child, but then you go out and you basically present her on a platter. Right, right. And I totally agree. Like, again, I'm back to Mufasa. That's what it reminds me of. (laughs) Wait, wait. Is it, wait, is it Mufasa? Oh, yeah, it's Mufasa. Well, what was it, it was Simba and Mufasa, but what was the, uh, I think it was a, a, well, whatever. That doesn't matter. But I know what you're talking well, about. It, I mean, it's just that part in the movie where they hold Mufasa out mm-hmm. and they go, and the jungle's at the bottom. They're on top of the mountain, and Mufasa mm-hmm. goes, the only, oh, maybe it was Ruth. Oh, actually, maybe it was Ruth. Oh, it was the same thing, Simba, too. The it's, only it's thing greater than yourself thing. is God. It's the same act. It's the same act, right? Throwing the, the baby out to the public. Kind of like the royalties do, too. Not like mm-hmm. that, like when they're on that balcony. I feel like, oh, no, kind of like Michael Jackson did. Better, better. Remember when Michael Jackson could bang those babies off a balcony? <laughs> the That's what, yes. <laughs> That's what Kim and Kanye did in this and, and you know what's so funny? I can totally see that because they really do carry themselves as if they're legitimate American royalty. They really do. Yes. It really does seem like they're trying to compete with Will and Kate uh, and, and their baby, whatever his name is. 
George, he's so cute. George. He's a cute little fat baby. Yes. <laughs> and, okay, and that brings me to another point. Here these people have money. They have all the mm-hmm. attention on them. And how healthy and normal and, like, how they respond, these parents, this royalty, um, Catherine and uh, Will, respond well, to, you know, their baby being in the public as opposed to, how sinister it appears, and the difference, how sinister it appears, how Kanye and Kim present Northwest. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Totally. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm on the roof of my building, so I'm feeling a little bit antsy. <laughs> why? why? First of all, why are you on the roof of your building? <laughs> I'm, I'm really loud, so... <laughs> oh my God! No, I didn't know. It must be it must be an East Coast thing because my job tells me I am so loud. They they're, they're gonna pad my wall like that's how, <laughs> and they mean it. <laughs> I'm like, do what you have to do. Do do whatever it takes. I just need to do my job and have fun at it. <laughs> Okay, okay. Back away. I'm a 15 card card. Is that good? No, 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 no. Oh, we're still on. Back to the whole thing. Does Kim know about it? Oh, Kim, she's so blind. Hold on a second. She doesn't? Well, no, I'm saying that Kim is blind. Kim is blind. But that's just me. I'm looking at the cards. Does Kim I don't think she's blind. I think she's just self-absorbed. True. But without a doubt, she's self-absorbed. Um, um, it's interesting that you should say, okay, this is going to be for for the remainder of their relationship, the remainder of their marriage. I mean, I'm not going to say whether or not it's going to last or not last. Kim you know it's not going to last. You know it's not huh? going to last. <laughs> you know it, isn't it? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kim is the type of girl, and you've heard, I don't know if you've heard women, like, remember, I'm older than you, so I get the range of, you know, wealthy to non-wealthy to hookers to strippers to church girls, right? I get mm-hmm. the range. So I get these women sometimes that say to me, um, as long as he takes care of me, I'm, I'm not going to worry about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know that type. Yes. So with Kim, I got um, the King of Cups, which is some emotional responsibility. So whenever Kanye is giving private, by the way, not public, private emotional stuff to Kim, she absorbs it and, like, stores it, if that makes any sense. She takes it in and she stores it. The Nine of Swords tells me that she is worried that something about whatever is going on could leak out. The four of swords oh. tells me. Mm-hmm. The four of that, swords tells me. That reminds me, me of something else, too. But go, go ahead. But, okay, okay. The four of swords tells me that if anything were to leak out, she'll fight it. She'll, she'll go toe-to-toe. But she's already portraying. Remember, Kim is not a fighter. But when, when that little girl, Adrian, came after her brother in mm-hmm. the article, then she stood up and she was fighting with these swords. So her mouth, like, so she's capable of it, which is odd, right? So if something mm-hmm. comes out about her man, whether she knows about it or not, she's going to fight. She's got it in her, right? 
or, or maybe she has it more in her when she's standing next to one of her sisters, actually. The sister source means that as long as she's moving and being, like, whatever, as long as she gets allowed to look like everything's cool, calm, and collected with her, she's not going to worry about it. The empress tells me that she wants to sit back like a fat cat, and the six of pentacles tells me as long as Kanye continues to feed her lavish lifestyle, which means publicly not like they both have equal amount of money, but as long as the perception is there, she's going to be that girl that says, he's taking care of me. I don't see nothing. Mm. Well, you know, that what you said reminded me of two things. The first thing, I think you said whenever some, if something comes out about him, then she'll fight back. I think that yes. happened before North was born. There, the, um. the, uh, it, this was actually written about in tabloids, actually kind of, uh, kind of not seedy ones, but kind of legit ones that said that Kanye is gay and we have the proof. And then that's um. when... But the very next day, that's when E! News said that Beyonce was pregnant. And anything about Kanye being gay was erased. And that's, wow. when Beyonce, that's when Beyonce's camp said, no, I'm not. And they were trying to figure out who said that. And most people online were saying, Kanye probably told them. Or, or somebody, oh. because, because the announcement came from E! News. E News was the only person, was the only one who, they were the ones who broke the story, and then it got shot to different uh, other news publications. So I, I, think, I think she or her family, they've, they've done that before, because it was the same week where it said Kanye is gay or bi, and that he had a Canadian mistress with a son. And the very oh. next day, Beyonce is pregnant, and all of it got buried. And this was wow. right before. But then that also reminded me that the same person mentioned that some stories possibly about Lamar, Rob, and Chloe being on hard drugs may be leaked in the next couple of weeks, and that's why um, the Kardashian family are working hard with their press. Oh, with this whole Adrian thing. Mhm, mhm. Um, I, I listen. Chloe's been through a lot. I can't imagine that she's not doing drugs. Mhm. I have to tell you, I think she was doing drugs with Lamar. To be honest with you, you can't be married. Yeah, I don't think Lamar hid his drug abuse. Right. You know what I mean? Lamar's not that guy. There's not too many places where a Lamar type person can go do drugs. I think he was doing drugs in his house with Chloe. Right. That, and actually, that's the, I think that's the nature of, of the leak that's supposed to happen in the next couple of weeks about that house and, uh, and whatever happened to it. Because I don't watch the show, but apparently they don't talk about that house anymore. That house meaning but, Lamar's house? I, I think so. Mm. Because they did drugs in there, you're saying? Yep. Uh, because apparently that's, uh, it's supposed to leak that Lamar, Chloe, and Rob did hard drugs in that house, apparently. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. 
You know why I believe it? Because it was their camp that leaked Lamar's drug abuse. Mm-hmm. The public didn't have knowledge of it. You remember that? It was like yeah, I, I do. Know, it was Chris. I don't even think it was Chloe. I think it was Chris. I think it, it was, was like. It was Chris, and I think she was yeah. like, I'm so afraid that Lamar's doing drugs. Everybody was like, Lamar's doing what? No one knew. That's what wow. her daughter was doing drugs. Right. You know what? And then, huh? and then I did a reading on it because no one knew I did a reading on it, and I was like, okay, yeah, Lamar, you are doing drugs. It shows that you're doing drugs. But then I also said... I was like, but your mother-in-law, she, she's the one that put it out there. Like, no one else knew. I did a blog talk radio reading on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you, bitch. What? I said Chris is a skanky bitch. Oh, yeah. You know what? That entire, <laughs> fam- that entire family is. The only person from that family I like is Kylie. Because she does nothing but do her makeup on Instagram. That's all she does. Really? <laughs> you know I think they're going to be the next up-and-coming Kardashians. You do realize that. They're, they're trying it. Um, mm-hmm. But I, at least from what I see from younger people, I know Kylie is the, is the one that they're really clinging on to. Because a lot of people mm-hmm. feel like Kendall isn't that great of a model. So, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. this, you know what? They're despicable, but they're also fascinating. How they've been able to submit themselves in American pop culture. Yes, I agree. Mhm. Wow, and then wow. Mhm, mhm. But anyway, do I have do I have time for a second question? Uh, go for it, yes. Oh, so I don't know if you saw, but our favorite uh, celebrity young guy, Justin Bieber, got popped in the face mm-hmm. by Orlando Bloom. I this saw week. that. I saw that. <laughs> I feel bad for, you know, Justin. He's so small and skinny. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's so bad for him. Like, he's this little tight, like... Oh, my God, like, really, Orlando, really? You know, I like Justin, but he's a punk, and I like Orlando, but he kind of embarrassed himself. No matter how many people were cheering him on, he embarrassed himself getting getting into a fight with a 19- or 20-year-old. That's stupid. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And over, I think I found out that he may have dated Selena, and then Justin may have done, done something with his girl, like, are there no, are there not enough women in Hollywood that you all are each other's saliva? Are you serious? Tracy, Tracy, let me tell you about that trifling gank, Miranda Kerr. Yes, she is basically, <laughs> she is basically an opportunist like most celebrities are, um, mm-hmm. except that this happened two years ago. Justin Bieber performed at the Victoria's okay. Secret fashion show. And after the fashion show, it was rumored that she and Justin had sex. This was two years ago. And within the Mm. same year, it was also rumored that she and Leonardo DiCaprio had sex. His people 
said, no, that's not true. We're very good friends. Leonardo and Orlando are actually good friends. They've been seen partying together ever since then, so people assume that it's not true. Mm -hmm. And now... I'm not sure if they're officially divorced, but I know they they filed for divorce. Maybe they're separated. I'm I'm not sure where they are. But after they file, you see Miranda show up with this Australian multimillionaire. This multimillionaire happens to be one of her good friend's husbands. Mm-hmm. That uh, and 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 it's actually a good friend of hers. They grew up together, so she's dating mm-hmm. her good friend's husband and. Her good friend and her husband filed for separation. Then a couple Mm. months later, you see another guy fighting her new boyfriend for her. Mm. They're they're all in the millionaire category. And she's kind of on the sidelines, you know, not necessarily giggling, but basically just watching. And now... She's enjoying it. She's enjoying it. Going forward to this week... Orlando, even though they're divorced or I don't I don't know if it's official yet. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Justin said something about she was good or how how was Miranda or something, I don't know. And Orlando mm. bumped him a couple of times. Mm. And and you know, a lot of people clap him for it because apparently, you know, people don't like Justin Bieber. But, you know, right. I'm, I'm looking at the cause of a lot of this. And, you know, even though they're Yeah, who, who is this Amanda Carr? Like, Miranda. Mm-hmm, she, mm-hmm. She's a, yeah, she, she's a Victoria's Secret well, model. That, she's, never, she's never really had bad press, but she was let go from Victoria's Secret. And in my mind, everything she's done after that, she's trying to make sure she stays paid. Because they, well, they basically fired her. Well, okay, she's probably a troublemaker all, all across the board. She's probably that girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at her picture. She, she's adorable. Don't get me wrong. She's a cute mm-hmm. guy. But she is uh, cussy, so she's an Aries Taurus. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of Aries Taurus women. Women. I know a lot of Aries Taurus women. Oh, um, you're about and, to make them upset. They are very, very special, cuspy people. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try and keep it clean, but <laughs> they're special because they got a lot of feistiness in them from the airy side, and they have mm-hmm. a lot of determination in them from the Taurus side. But there's a loopiness in them where all the world is just for them. They also like money, so they'll chase mm-hmm. money on a dime. They'll chase money on a dime. And so if, 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 if you're the girlfriend and you have a, a boyfriend or a husband that has a lot of money, she's going to go Keep there. Keep her ass That's, away. <laughs> 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 but I noticed that about the cuspy, airy tourist girls, though. You know? And mm-hmm. then they're really, really good at convincing everybody that they're, the, that they're, that they're your best friend. <clears throat> so they'll be like, I'm your best friend. You're my girl. You know, and she'll, like, stab you in the back. I, I just, I'm sorry, anybody who's Aries, Taurus, I know a lot of these people, they all act alike. They all come from the same mold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't say it. I didn't say a word. I, I, you didn't say it? 
I, and I'm, I, I hope nobody's upset with me, but I said it, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so my question for her, you know, I, I like the entertainment that Justin Bieber provides, but I'm no longer rooting for him. And uh-huh. I think Orlando is so cute, but I think he embarrassed himself. I'm not concerned about this. My question is, did Miranda really sleep with Justin Bieber and Leonardo DiCaprio? And the follow-up question is, what's next for her? Okay. Did Miranda sleep with Leo and Justin? Let me look at that first. Let me count these cards. I got some new cards. Huh? Oh, well, I was going to say, I think Justin was 17 at the time. Well, Justin has been a little whore, to be honest with you, because (laughs) I... (laughs) Well, he is. Apparently, he really loves prostitutes and strippers. And I still got that he has that baby. Oh, the the baby That's from right. the Maria lady? That's right. That baby is his. She went away very, very swiftly. I heard him on the Internet and on, on the news and, oh, you know, the false rumors that that baby was, you know, the baby was mine, like, months later. And I looked at them and I was like, you're lying. You paid her off. She is quiet. Don't get me wrong. That baby is his. And Did you know he released a song 14. about it? Oh, Did you know he, re- he released Jackson? a song about it? Oh, oh yeah, Billy Jean. Billy Jean, right. He only released a song <laughs> because somebody was like, release a song, and then everybody really, really would believe you. That baby is his. That song was so stupid. It didn't go anywhere. That there song you was go, dumb. nobody believed it. There you go. <laughs> nobody believed it. That baby's his. And, you know, I swear to God, like, I mean, if I were in that position and somebody offered me X amount of millions of dollars, of course I would take it. Of course. Mm-hmm. I would take it and then I would let it slip out. I would let somebody else slip it out, like my mom or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's what I would do. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Did Miranda sleep with High priest, the chariot, strength, the magician, the eight of cups. Um, they're both money men. Uh, no, I get my eight of wands, which is my penis card, but it's not falling in the right position. That's your one. My ace of wands is always my penis card, always. It oh. means other things, too, but if I'm talking about relationships. <laughs> <laughs> look at the tarot deck one day. Look at, look at it on the Internet. It looks like a penis, the way it's <laughs> it. It's hilarious. But in any case, it's hilarious. Um not quite getting my answer because where I'm getting the Ace of Wands is in my hopes and fears. Mm-hmm. On top of the Ace of Wands, I get the Seven of Wands, which tells me I'm not quite confident she slept with these guys technically. Technically, it's a technicality. 
I think she's very good at luring, luring these guys in. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. So there may have been some romp in the hay, which may not, may or may not be the same thing as having sex. So it could be a fine line between what's considered having sex, like I don't know if giving head is sex or sex is sex. So it's just oh. there's different degrees. Oh. And so I'm getting that there's just a, a degree of difference. If it's full oh. on, I'm not quite getting full on. So she's trying to pull a Bill Clinton. Yes. Well, it, it, but it, it could be maybe a breast came out. It could be half naked. I just don't get, <laughs> you know, I'm just not getting the whole uh-huh. echelon. So, I, I, you know, it just depends upon your technicality, my technicality. Uh-huh. At my age bracket, I would have to say no, but things have come out. With both men. With both men. Because I wow. feel like with Justin, the way it might have come out, it was too public to literally have sex with them. Mm-hmm. And with Leonardo, you know, of course he, he has more than enough money and more than enough intelligence to bring somebody to a private place. But even with him, I'm not quite getting that it got there. So Lord. it looks to me like she's more of a tease than she is sleeping around. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, she's, she really is a Victoria's Secret. You know how, like, when you see those commercials, it's kind of like a tease? Mm-hmm. You know? That's, that's what I feel like. Like, she, like, that's who's, like, it's more of a tease, not, not. That's just what I'm getting. I could be wrong, but I, I get that she plays a very good game. Well, you see, the thing I don't understand is that, you know, okay, I can understand being Orlando, being upset with his wife and with Justin. I don't mm-hmm. understand why he is still friendly with Leo because uh, when that fight stuff came out, it, it, people said that he and Leo were actually having dinner together. And when Orlando punched Justin, Leo was clapping at the table for him. What are you getting mad with Justin for when Leo did the same thing? Because maybe Leo didn't. And that's exactly my point. Yeah, that's exactly it. But I think Justin has placed himself in a category where not a single celebrity can stand him. Well, no, that's not true. There are plenty of black celebrities who love Justin. I don't understand that. <laughs> we're, we're such kind, giving people. Like, why we, are we, we really are. crazy little boys? We really no. are. No, no, stop. Everybody, let Justin. <laughs> this, oh, my God. Justin, go <laughs> home. Go home to Canada. We've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. There's plenty of blacks that just adore this kid. I don't get it. <laughs> so, well, you know what? And, and you know what? I actually don't even care what's next for Miranda. Because you know what? She's never been that great of a model, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. blah. Whatever, Miranda. 
Miranda's going to land safely. Remember, she's a cuspy Aries Taurus. She's going to land wealthy. Trust me. She's not a dumb girl. <laughs> All right. Well, she's not. So my, my, well, 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 okay. <laughs> my, what happened? My, my next topic isn't really a question, but it's, uh, did you see that, um, oh, shoot, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne, uh, damn it, Dwayne Wade, mm-hmm. Dwayne, mm-hmm. D-Wade, let's just say D-Wade, they okay, announced uh, their wedding date. It's, um, I think it's August 20th, August, it's August, something like that. Did you say that? Oh, no. They they announced it a couple of weeks ago, and they they uh, they posted the invitations. I think the invitations were on like a like a plaque of wood or something like that. I don't know. It it, it didn't look very nice, but they they announced their wedding date finally. Okay. Despite the break, baby. Yeah. Despite what? Oh oh, I was being mean. I said despite the break, baby. I know, I know, I know. It was almost like getting punched in the face in the elevator. Same thing. The conversation I had with Malcolm earlier, I was like, it's almost like getting punched in the elevator. This broadcaster punched his fiance in the elevator yeah. and knocked her out. And I, I feel like the baby is the same thing. But in any case. <laughs> yeah, they they were on break when that baby was conceived. But so, do you do you think they're actually go- going to get married? Um, take a look at that. Will they actually? Will they actually get married? Will it actually go through? Um. I mean, it's just like a spontaneous date or something. Like, did they were they planning it for a year? Did they just decide to go through with I it? I don't. I don't so know. Weird. Usually, you know in advance, like, oh, we're, we're yeah. planning because you know she does interviews a lot on the red coffin. She's like, oh, we're mm-hmm. planning a summer wedding. We're not going to get off the date yet. I haven't heard anything like that from her. So I'm a little, I'm a little taken back. Actually, let's let's see. Gabrielle, when they announced it, Gabrielle Union wedding. Because I know it was a couple, uh, at least two weeks ago. Because I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you about it, but I kept forgetting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They posted the invitation on Instagram. Wait, let's see. I'm on my phone. Wedding okay, take your time. invitation. Yeah, they uh, they posted it on July nineteenth. Um, mm-hmm. That uh, this is taking a long time because I'm on the phone. Don't worry, I'm studying the cards while you're talking anyway. Um. They are warning their wedding guests, no cameras, no phones. 
the famous couple has just sent out their wedding invitations made on wood, inviting close friends and family members to put on their dancing shoes and join us for a throwdown. It's all set to go down at a mystery location in Miami, August 30th. Guests have been instructed mm-hmm. to meet up at a famous hotel where they will be transported to the wedding site. But the most mm-hmm. important part of the invitation is the note which directs the guests to leave their phones and cameras at home for the comfort of our guests and to protect our privacy. Um, mm-hmm. They're not that important, but okay. Right. <laughs> they're not, they're not that important, but okay. One more Whatever. thing. Now, this, this is TMZ being shady. One more thing. The no cameras phones rule will certainly raise the price of the exclusive footage shot by the official wedding photographer if they choose to sell to the tabloids. How they speak rich. Right. Right. Um, Here's what I'm getting. I'm getting that what team is he on again? Oh, shoot. I I have no, where's Malcolm? I have no idea. (laughs) I know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is he in Miami? Hold on a second. I need to find out. I'm, I'm guessing. Because I feel like it was done for attention, Dwayne Wade, to be honest with you. It feels like attention. It feels like Miami Heat. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, again, I'm going to ask you, just to ask it out loud, but I know you may not know. He wasn't one of the he wasn't one of the three people that pulled out of their contract, was it? <laughs> I don't know. I, have no I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Here's what I'm getting, to be honest with you. I'm getting that it's a little bit more calculated than you realize. I think several members of Miami was pulling out of their contracts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and just made them these viable, like really, really viable men. If I remember correctly, I thought I heard Malcolm say that Dwayne Wade had some issues. If I remember correctly, we'll find out next, I'll, you know, I'll ask him next week, I'll write it down, that Dwayne Wade had some issues with his playing ability or playing skills, something like that. I think there were some issues mm-hmm. with him. And so with that being think but I'm not seeing it here. There's something about his okay. There's something about him that is not like the most viable guy out there. Okay, so mm-hmm. here's what I'm getting. This, it, the wedding itself, I feel like, was planned at the last minute. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe that Dwayne Wade does not want to get married. I honestly believe right. that. I don't believe he wants to get You believe that too? Well, you know, because um, I, don't, I don't really know much about his career, but I only, mm-hmm. the only reason why I know about him is because of his first wife and that mess of a divorce. So I'm guessing he probably doesn't, he kind of seems like the kind of guy who doesn't want to deal with the baggage, even though he's the one who caused it. Okay, I can see that. Um, That's actually very responsible. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> excuse me. But yeah, I don't. I I I think Gabby is the one who wants to be married very badly. 
who wants, well, actually, I don't know if she wants to be married in that sense or to be seen as a married woman, but I feel like she's the one who's been really pushing for this to happen. And I have to tell you, I get a sacrifice card as my first card, the hangman. Mm-hmm. Crossing the hangman, I actually get the king of wands. And whenever I get a king of wands, that's a bolsterous guy, like Leo's, you know, Aries, Sagittarius men. It's more like, do you see me? And they don't necessarily have to have a lot of money, these strong king of wands. But it's like, mm-hmm. do you see me? Are you noticing me? I think Gabrielle convinced Dwayne Wade to make this happen before the new season comes along because they brought LeBron. That's what I think. I think mm-hmm. it's business. I think it's business, and at the same time, I think it's helping his business, not mm-hmm. necessarily helping her. You're right. She absolutely wants to get married, and I think it's a manipulation on her part, and I think he's a little scared. I think there's something wrong with his game. I don't know why I remember that. And now LeBron's gone, and Miami's really going to be wondering how we're going to survive all of this. And Dwayne is on Miami, and all all eyes on Dwayne now uh, is what I'm getting. Yeah. Is what I'm getting. All right? It's not about money for either one of them, by the way. But uh-huh. I get a seven of cups, which means he was weighing out all his options. Like, does it make sense? Should I do this? You know, he was kind of like, what do I do? What do I do? And a little scared. They also had some arguments as to how they were going to um, make this wedding go down. Ultimately, ultimately, I feel like he went for it foolishly, and I feel like he's going to, like, kick himself. I think he's going to kick himself in the long haul. Uh-huh. Because I just find Gabrielle a little bit more calculating. I also find her a little bit. Saying, a Thank little you. Bit. And if you don't, yes. And I think she's loopy. I think she's cuckoo crazy. She is. I think she's, thank you. She is. She's a and pretty you know girl. That she's not. spoken about it, too. But, she said she's but she crazy. Kind of, well, she, she didn't, I don't think she necessarily called herself crazy, but this was another part of her manipulation. I think she was invited mm-hmm. to the, the special that Oprah had for women, and she said, oh, back in the day, um, because I, she, she's spoken about being sexually assaulted before. And mm. in, my, in my opinion, because I'm a survivor of sexual assault, I feel like she uses hers as good publicity for herself. A tool, but yes. For, for, this, for this Oprah thing, she said, you know, ever since that happened, I was a mean girl. I, was, I wasn't a nice person, but now I've changed. And I think no. that especially African-American no. actresses should support each other, blah, blah, blah. She lied. Blah, blah. She's so crazy. Well, here's the thing. Let me just first say, I am so sorry that you were ever involved in any sexual assault. So let me just put that out there. I'm sorry you had to have that experience. However, when you look at Gabrielle Union's eyes, all I ever see, tell me if you agree or not, I see a cunning bitch. Yeah, she is. Thank you. Most most of her roles are always the same person, and I feel like that person is really who she is. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. I only see one person, one role, one person. But I look at people's eyes. 
and her eye tells me she's calculating whatchamacallit, which is sad, which is sad, because I think she totally manipulated Wayne into getting married um, based upon him being a little scared and his public um, persona. Mm-hmm. I think she, like, she's calculating, I think she, mm, she got him at just the right moment. And you know what? That actually makes when you said and public persona, make money off this marriage, that actually that actually makes a lot of sense because with his first marriage, there it, it uh, his first wife was named Siobhan. I, I I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce her name. And they were married. Uh, actually, I don't know how long they were married, but their divorce mm-hmm. was very messy. And out of, out of the divorce, he managed to come across as the father of the year. And I think he released a book about being the father of the year. And once he got with Gabby, that's when they kind of erased his first wife out of their public lives. And, you know, this, this whole family man, blah, blah, blah image became, mm-hmm. you know, his image. And then mm-hmm. he has that break, baby. And then the engagement was still on. So when you said his public image, it makes perfect sense for him to marry her, any, for them to get married anyway, because it keeps right. his father of the year or family man in mm-hmm. his state and stability. I also believe that they're going to make money from this marriage. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's going to be commercials or not just selling of the wedding photos. It's bigger than that. I think Wayne Wade is worried about his basketball career. That's what I think. And I think there's a a side note or a side thing that's going to come out of his marriage that she has totally calculated and put in his head. I think at some point he kind of looked at it and thought, okay, she's right. Like, let me just do something. Let me just tell you, if she's one of those girls that once she's got you, good luck to you because – I, I think he's going to regret his decision ever marrying her. Is she? Would you would you say <clears throat> that she's kind of the same type of person Halle Berry is? Oh, I actually like Halle Berry, okay. but she does come across okay. as like mean spirited and kind of crazy well, too. Okay, so let's talk about the roles that Halle plays. Hallie, look at Hallie's eyes, okay? You can, you can, there's a big story in anybody's eyes, acting or no acting. Have you watched Extent, Extent, that uh-uh. uh, Hallie Berry, okay, you haven't watched it yet? Mm-mm. Is it TV? Yeah, Channel 7. Oh, it's about I don't really watch this TV. Space. Oh, okay, well, you know me, I live on TV. It's no wonder I don't have cable. But in any case, every time I watch it, all I could think is, She's crazy, and not a good crazy. She's a she's a crazy, and all of a sudden you don't know what happened. Like you're having a normal conversation, and she's like, "What the fuck is everybody doing in the house?" Like she's that crazy. Like Joan, like, like freaking Joan Crawford and Mommy Dearest crazy. <laughs> yes, and she softens her pretty body up and down the house, but and you're like, "Wait, what happened? Did did anybody do anything?" Because I'm not sure. What happened? And should we all leave? Because she's she, and her acting role. If you look at her eyes, I literally see them one going left and one going right. Like that's how crazy no, you she looks. <laughs> I did say that. I did. <laughs> I said it. 
role that she has, she looks nuts. Well, you know, and I think what also adds to that is that she got something done to her face that does not look that great. And now it's almost like her face is lopsided. I don't know what she did to it, but it's whatever crazy that was behind her eyes, it kind of shows up on her face now. I, yeah. I, and I think it's time for her to grow her hair back because I just, she's crazy. She's crazy and she needs a different look and crazy people need to grow their hair back. <laughs> I don't know what I'm telling you. My point to you is, Hallie's crazy. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Gabrielle Union is a mean, cunning bitch. Beautiful, beautiful, mean, cunning bitch. Halle Berry, beautiful, great body, crazy. <laughs> what is it with these crazy people in Hollywood? I feel like most of them, there's something wrong with them, most of them. They're the best actors. Like, really emotionally unstable, like, able to tap into so many different emotions. That's why they're the best actors. You know who's the same way? Um, Hold hold on a second, hold on. Jim Carrey is the same way. Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is. Hi. I love it. Thank you. Hi, Sophie. Give me one second, okay? Thank you. Jim Carrey was homeless. Mm-hmm. All the nutty roles that he played, because that's really him. I think Jim Carrey is a borderline, and I'm not diagnosing him. I, please, I'm not oh. a medical professional. I'm not he, diagnosing him. He has him. a diagnosis, though. He's, um, is it schizophrenia bipolar? Uh, <laughs> he's got both. He's got both in him. He he said that he's manic depressive, so you're you're kind of close. Manic, man, depressive. manic depressive. Damn it! Oh damn it! That's exactly what I see. Yes. Oh, manic I depressive. Call it. Yes. And, and yes, I remember yes, yes. Um, because he's spoken about it before. But when he he and Jenny McCarthy broke up, of course her big ass mouth. She spoke about it a lot, and yeah, said that bitch. he's and said that you know he's a, a very nice person kind, giving, but when he but and when he's manic, he's, he's very high and funny, always wants to make you laugh, but she said she couldn't deal with the depression because it was so low. Wow. Okay, Lavender, I better get out of here. All right. <laughs> They're making me work finally. I was going to stay on until I got a phone call, and there it is. So thank you for calling in, Lavender. You know, you're That's one of my no favorite problem. people. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, good luck all week. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Keep me posted, though. Just text me. Keep me posted. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone, that's the end of my show. Call me at 818-985-2010 for your own personal reading. Check me out at thegreenmanstore.com slash Tracy. And tune in next week. By the way, stop hanging up. If you want a reading, yay, you're going to get the reading. It's just, you know, it's called celebrity pop culture. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Sorry to keep you on hold. Who's this? Hi, Sophie. One of my favorite names, Sophie or Sophia. What's going on? 
off. That's off. Like, you don't get it. And then I get, and you're on a fence. You're on a fence about keeping it, taking it away, keeping it, taking it away. Realistically, you know. You already know, realistically. But you're still on a fence. I get the ten of swords, which tells me that if you don't get off the fence, you hurt yourself more. If you don't make a decision, you hurt yourself more. And understand the decision is moving towards surgery. Sorry, I'm sorry to say that. Um, the death card comes up not for you know death of you know actual. It comes up because. It actually winds up being a new beginning. It's a new woman. Like, 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 no one will ever understand what you're going through except for someone who's been through what you're going through. But then in the same token, it's also like only a woman can understand what you're going through. And yet, the way I'm getting in the card, the way I'm getting in the card is that it's either like a new woman comes out of you. So it's kind of like you have to take it away to live again. Um, I get the three of cups, so I do see peace once the decision is made. Is there an alternate method that they are considering? Because I also got that too, but ultimately it ends in surgery is what I'm trying to say. Can I ask your conditions? And it grew. With your history, they should have put you through the test. Like, what, what were they thinking? That's true. It does end in surgery, though. So let's be clear in terms of how the cost looks, that even if you do an alternate method, you could prolong the surgery anyway. And if it does happen to be cancerous, I don't want it to go from one stage to another stage, and then you do the alternate method and it still goes to another stage. So at this stage of the game, here's what I would tell you. I would say, get the second opinion. I would then say, because you kind of don't want to do it, but I see you sitting on the fence, I would then say, get the third opinion, and then make a decision. And I say, I would say, for survival state, um, once the surgery is done, because it does kind of look like it's going to head that way, um, then find the ultimate method for a healthy lifestyle once it all is said and done. All right? Um, you have the strength, by the way, to get through it. I promise you. You have the strength. I promise you. Um, it's cold right now. It's cold. It feels cold, or maybe the way you're being treated is cold, or like flippant. Maybe like how can people just not care enough? It feels cold right now. That's the five of pentacles. Um, or you might even be saying like. Did they do it because, you know, every test I take means more money in their pocket? Like, there's a shadiness that's even going on with cancer people. Like, you know what I mean? It's just 